This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. I'm Chase Ralston with Rubline Marketing. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey everybody, it's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey guys, this is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Munt from Bone Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Buckman. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. You're listening to the Working Class Bow Hunter. That's right. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunch Bucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Nobody pushes the envelope like working class bow hunter. Hey, this is Jules McQueen, and you are listening to the Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast. It's really, really not that good. Good, 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 Welcome to the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. Episode four hundred and four. Question? Did you hear the question? Was there a question mark behind there that? Might have been. I don't know. <laughs> I think I heard a question mark behind that. Dude, I don't know where I am half the time nowadays. But that's, that's okay. That's true. Just call and burn that candle on on both ends. Uh, thank you for being here. We appreciate so appreciate you so much. All the messages, uh, the follows, all the nice comments. We try to respond to everybody as quick as we can. Harvest photos. Harvest photos. Wearing our merch and pictures. People um, buying shit in the store. It's thank getting you. harder and harder to. Yep. Get to everybody as quick as we used to, but no, we appreciate it. It's a good problem to have. Um, real quick, before we dive on into this episode, um, go on wherever you listen to podcasts. Subscribe, like it, leave a comment, anything that just helps us and makes us look not as stupid. Uh, we appreciate that a ton. Uh, we have a Patreon. We have a 1, a 5, and a $10, and we're do- we've been doing like early releases on episodes and stuff like that and, and discounts on merch and store uh, in our store. and. We have new merch coming, hoodies, we have thermoseats, yep. 
new hats, come new beanies, all that stuff's going to be on the way here. Um, give, give me a little wee- leeway. It is hunt season, so I'm not getting right. it out as fast as I used to. So we are on Amazon. Give him a break. Right, right. Give, give the guy a break. Give so, me a little break here. Small business here. Just uh, let us crank it out. But we appreciate the support. And, uh, you know, um, also, if you think we cuss too much, maybe listen to a different podcast. Uh, if you are down for the cause, what the fuck's going on? Welcome to the family. <laughs> We're glad to have you. What up? It's always like, I call it Heath Syndrome now. Um, and if you, <laughs> if you know, you know. But it's always like that. No offense. I'm not like calling anybody out by their age. But there's just like, it's a pattern that I'm seeing. And that's like that 40 to like 55, 60-year-old guys that like want to hate on us for what we're doing because it's not 1992 monster bucks in North America type videos. You guys know you guys are laughing, so you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. So it's like, hey, listen, like we do what we do. We're not advertising our show to sixth graders. Um, if they want to listen, that's fine. But um, that's yeah. just not what it is. So kiss our asses. Welcome to the family. If you if you're here, there's, if, you're, if you're still here, well, there's like family. three dudes appalled because they're four year olds in the back. Like I'm shutting this shit off, <laughs> and then there's like a bunch of other dudes that just got done welding, and one dude's got a piece of metal on his eye. He's like fucking right, dude. I'm gonna <laughs> have a beer and I get right. to work. So well, glad to have you. Uh, the podcast is presented by HHA Sports. Uh, super thankful for all our partners: Scent Crusher, Loophole, Thermacy, Victory Archery, Gator Outdoors, Elite, Big Time. Old Barn Taxidermy, and also we are partnered with DeerCast at Drury. We have a link in the description of the episode. You have to use that link and use our code WCB20. Save yourself 20% on a year subscription of DeerCast. And I will say, the shit is accurate. Like, I find myself... Of course, you got to be skeptic when you do that stuff like anything. Of course. Judging for a working class dude, judging what days you apply your hunting, I do think DeerCast is something that can help you decide when and when not to use your vacation days. Absolutely. Now, just because it says great on DeerCast doesn't mean you're guaranteed because you could be a full-blown idiot and the juries can't fix that. Right. But they can tell you that these are probably the better days to hunt than than another day. So we can't hold your hand. DeerCast can't hold your hand, but virtually. Just can recommend it. (laughs) Can recommend it. (laughs) There's no guarantee in anything, but we're just being silly. But I actually really like it, so. Check it out or don't, whatever you want to do. Um, so cool thing about today's podcast is we have two guys from Team Working Class in the studio. In studio from a long way away, too. Very long way. Yeah, from out east. So first, shout out to our Pennsylvania listeners. Um, first of all, thank you for buying the Working Class Bow or PA hats. Um, I got to think it. you guys are some of, the, uh, of our more hardcore supporters. Yep. And... We have a PA local in the studio welcoming. Go ahead and introduce yourself, sir. Yes, sir. Dan Smeltz. I'm from, like, eastern PA. Yeah. Mostly hunt northeastern PA. Right cool, on. cool. Yeah. Right Is on. it, like, the state divided and, like, this weird thing? You like you um, just were quick to, like, yeah, but I'm from eastern PA. <laughs> if you watch football, yeah. Oh, oh really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Eagle Steelers, but... uh Other than that, not too much. I mean, there's yeah. there's bigger bucks on the western side. They have a four-point up rule. Uh, we only have a three-point up roll on our side. Oh, and really? There's a lot more people. You know, we're close right. to the city, close to Jersey. A lot of guys jump the border. And mm, okay, yeah. makes sense. Makes sense. Gotcha. And gotcha. then we also have other team working class member. Sean Polt from uh, Virginia, but mostly hunt. Grew up in Connecticut. Do most of my hunting in Connecticut. Awesome, man. 
Oh, you yeah. guys made the drive out here. You guys are hunting public land in Illinois. Yes, sir. Um, I hear grinding. So we threw together a team, working class. It was Team Hang and Bang. We changed the name to Team Working Class just because it just makes more sense. I think, anyway. I don't know how you guys feel about it on the team. Um, but you guys didn't know each other before that. Nope. We um, just met through that, started talking, and uh, just through social media and the, the group page and all that. And then we yeah. uh, came out for the shoot this summer, rode out together. Yeah, it seems right like you guys have known each other for a lot longer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I to mean, us, it does anyway, because we don't get to see you guys Does it feel that way with you guys? Oh, yeah. I mean, we text, like, what, every day pretty much now? Pretty much. Just yeah. talking about hunting and planning out the trip and uh, sending trail cam photos. So you you could say shit's getting serious, right? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> yeah. A little bit. Right. A little bit. <laughs> getting weird. It is cool, though. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. We have uh, – and we see that a lot with the team. There's only 35 people, roughly, that we kind of just, like, by chance handpicked. We had, we had some trial and error. You know, get, get a poacher, You'll get, get a, a rapist, got to cut them out. You know, it's tough out here. You know, that'll happen when you choose a bunch of people. It's tough, you know, like bad eggs. You can't get it all on the first try, you know. Um, but hopefully you guys are neither one of them. And I'm glad to have you. No. no. <laughs> you don't worry about that. We're good. Well, you're wearing the Stop Enabling Poachers t-shirt, right, as we speak, which is great. Um, but no, glad to have you guys on the team. You guys are, are kick-ass. Um, you guys are two of our scholars, I'd say, on the team. Um, but you guys have always been big supporters, so yep, we're super absolutely. thankful for that. Yeah. And it's cool to get you guys from out east to the Midwest. Um, like, what what was the main drive to come from way out there to hunt Illinois? I mean, big bucks, yeah, <laughs> yeah, inches, <laughs> inches. So, is this something that you've thought about for a long time? Have you ever hunted the Midwest? Have you ever thought about it before, or got serious about it, or like where did it all where did this all like start to come out here? Um, I've I've hunted South Dakota twice. I mean, I don't. I don't know if that's really considered Midwest. So, Sean, your story, like, okay, before we get into this, I guess you have a, you've been kind of all over a little bit. Yeah, more but, than more than the average person. And we'll get into that a bit, but let's focus on Illinois right now. I mean, so, you, but I don't know where to jump with you, man, like because you've kind of done a little bit of everything. You're a tougher one to interview for that for that question because it's not like you haven't left out east. Yeah, no, I've been all over, but. I'm a, a whitetail guy, so yeah. Like Illinois has always been on my radar. Mm-hmm. Like I, you know, Illinois, Iowa, both those states have always been the giant whitetails. You know, you see yeah. on TV. Sure. So it's always been like on my radar, a place that I wanted to go. Right. Then we came out for the shoot this summer, and the day before, like you know, we camped in the backyard, and we were getting ready to leave the next day, and you kind of just threw it out, like, yeah, you know, you guys, you know, hunt public land or whatever. You you guys want to come out? you know let me know we got a place you could crash and i was like you know i don't know like i obviously i would want to come out here but yeah i just didn't know if it would really happen and then dan was like we were talking and he was really starting to make plans and i was like oh maybe maybe i gotta make it happen (laughs) yeah yeah well it's cool because we talked about it and then you guys were like i think we're gonna do that but what i like about it and more than willing to help you guys in any way. Like, it's cool. You guys are sleeping in the studio and stuff, which is awesome. Um, and I feel bad because I like, I mean, you guys are sleeping on cots and shit, but better than like camping, I guess. Oh but, my God. Yeah, much better. In your truck. It's above and beyond. Like, I, we just appreciate you giving us a place to crash. Like, oh, dude, of, super of, nice. Of course, man. But it's cool, but because you guys are just have your own initiative. Like, it's cool to see because you guys aren't like, you want to show me some spots. I've spent a very minimal time where you guys are hunting. And I've spent some time, but not much at all. But you guys are just kind of like, hey, we're going we're gonna to figure it out. Like, we're going to go, which is cool to see. Like, oh, yeah, absolutely. It's cool that you guys – I just feel like there's not a ton of people 
that have that initiative. Like you guys are so into we're going to figure it out on our own type thing, which is like it shows you guys have experience. Yeah, you think they like just show up and like, hey, Kurt. Where do I go? What do you got for yeah. us? Yeah, what do you got for us? Yeah, which, you know, it's, if it's I knew, re- I would be more willing to help it's you. It's refreshing, you know? actually. It's, it's cool, man. It's really cool. I mean, so, this is really my first public land experience, too. Oh, yeah? Like, I've always hunted private. I mean, I've probably hunted public back in Connecticut, like, three times, like, one day a year because yeah. my buddy and his dad got a muzzleloader tag that was on public. So, mm-hmm. go out there, like, one day just because they were doing it. So, it wasn't a real public land deal so right. this is all new to me just you know show up scout find signs set up and try and kill a buck right yeah. right what about you dan have you been anywhere else hunting um two years ago i think it, no last year i went to kentucky um public land as well and just literally looked at a map found a place and just found an airbnb and yeah went hunting yeah um, that it was, was hotter than hell dude, that week, it wasn't was it? It was fucking terrible. It was 100 degrees all week. Yeah, I remember you texting me sweating your <laughs> yeah. ass off. So my girlfriend was with me, I was, so I was hanging double sets, and oh, I yeah. hung one set and literally wrung my shirt out. No kidding. Of sweat. That's how bad it was. But And we still saw deer, which was crazy. Yeah, yeah. You tried yeah. talking me to come down with you guys. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, man. That would be fun. I like the weather. I'm like, Because <laughs> usually, like, obviously, 100 <laughs> degrees, like, you're not going to want to go outside. No, no. You're like, fuck hunting. Like, no. Yeah, yeah. But deer living it, trip, though. Yeah, after like, that trip, I was like, oh, maybe that was kind of stupid every now and then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I used to work in, uh, well, I still work in Jersey, but I had a different job in Jersey. And the guys that I worked with, um, they had a rule. It's pretty much anything over any time. If it got above 80 degrees, we weren't hunting that day. Yeah. And looking at, you know, back now, it's probably pretty stupid. Yeah. But I mean, you never know. Right. My dad killed his buck early this month in Illinois. I think it, it was, was, it was warm, almost 80 degrees that day. Yeah. You know, yep. but he happened to be like off, like a heavy willow patch where it's like low ground shade, like, but he shot the buck at six o'clock early season. You know, which is like there's still plenty of daylight at that time, you know, on the ninth or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think I had to go back and check. I don't know exactly, but early. He shot it early on, plenty of light. Um, but anyway, but so, I mean, coming out, you, you guys not too familiar with the ground, of course. Like, kind of just going for it, like, at all, really. No. Um, like, what in your head, what's your, what's your goal? Because you get, at this point of recording, we're going to try and do a follow up one, depending on what happens and stuff throughout the week. But you've hunted, this is your third day hunting, two, second day? Two and a half. Yeah, right. yeah, two and a half. So, what was the goal coming in? Like, what in your head? What would you like to like to leave with? What would you like to leave with still? Because you're gonna you're gonna be successful. Calling it. I guess my goal is just uh, Pope and Young, really. Pope and Young. Yeah, one twenty five. Be realistic about it. I'd say the same. Um, maybe, maybe a little higher in the beginning of the week, and then once we get, <laughs> you know, maybe like right. one thirty five. Yeah. Yeah. To be hopeful. I mean, anything over that, oh, my God, I'd be would thrilled. Be, would be a bonus. Yeah. Coming from oh, yeah. coming from out east, like, we don't have the deer you guys have out here. Right. Not right. even close. For sure. But, um, I mean, if I went home with Pope and Young, I'd be I'd be pumped. Yeah. Definitely. I can see that. That'd be cool. It's it's interesting. I don't know. It doesn't compare, like, to Whitetail, but when I went to Wyoming, like, bear hunting, I had no idea what the hell. I'm like, I just want to shoot, like, a, what considered, like, a decent one. Right. You know what I mean? So... Especially like you guys are driving out and stuff, like you want to see deer. I mean, like, give us a rundown in the last two and a half days. It's been uh, it's been a little rough. Um, still trying to figure it out, trying to get on good sign, set up, and uh, let's see. First day, well, you had the action the first day. I yeah, you want me to start it off and then yeah, we'll you go fade ahead. into you. I mean, I I guess the basis was to come in and 
find where people if people were hunting you know drive around all the spots and see and there really wasn't anybody mm-hmm. uh, which was kind of baffling to be honest yeah um coming from where we come from it's there'd be cars in every parking lot so especially yeah. with the weather that we've been having yeah it's been right. dynamite oh, for yeah. october and here. deer cast has been lighting up yeah yep. great yeah. great every morning every afternoon yeah. pretty much right mm-hmm. so i mean sometimes it's nice to to run into people because you can use that to your advantage and now since we don't have that we're just literally just kind of going going in yeah yeah and we set up around one field pretty much was our first kind of just spot we wanted to check out and uh, i found a scrape and saw two bucks small bucks uh that opening night and then we were went. you surprised to see those deer that early yeah 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 well you were only set up for probably 35 minutes and you had that first one come into the scrape didn't yeah you? it wasn't long I, I mean at first i was actually kind of getting irritated because it wasn't what I expected, I guess you would say, as far as terrain and, and like, vegetation. The, yeah, so the area you guys are hunting is, like, not really typical for what we what we have. It's, like, different. It's, it's yeah. thick. It's, yeah. A lot of it's really, really thick. Mm-hmm. You know, and we have terrain, so the terrain kind of helps break it up. Oh, you're saying, like, hills and all that. Like, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, I. it is just weird down there versus what it normally is so i i okay i'm following what you're saying it's just super flat and pretty mm-hmm. sandy and yeah but uh i mean we got on we found deer so that's a good start mm-hmm. and we went what a day with nothing and then today you got into some deer well, i saw i last night i saw a deer but it was like just a flash walking through some real thick shit off to my right couldn't even tell what it was but i right. just saw that it was a deer and yeah um i was set up on a scrape last night not real impressive, but it was the best sign that I, where I had somebody somewhere to set up. Um, yeah, yeah. Found some better sign in like a little little field with some um, like little pine trees sporadically plant, planted around there. But there was yeah. nowhere to you know on public you can't trim trim the trees. Yeah, so sure. there, I couldn't get a stand up in anything. Right, right. But I found yeah. some pretty good sign, but. I'm not a ground hunter. Um, it, it just doesn't feel motivating. No. It doesn't feel right. <laughs> I'm, I'm not the hunting public. I mean, I know those guys somehow get it done, but I, I don't know how. Right. Yeah. Actually, I, I like to hang a stand and right. feel comfortable. I like to feel ninja-ish. Yeah. You know? Did, did uh, So I know we talked a little bit through text today. Did you guys scout? I called it an internal fringe, and we'll just keep it vague like that. Did you guys scout that spot? Yeah, that's where we ended up. Uh, he took there was a bigger piece that he went on to, and then I took a smaller piece that I went on to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, there's sign, there's a lot of sign, but where we ran into sign, we ran into hunters, and that's kind of what I was expecting. Yeah, uh-huh. right. So we're gonna work off of that probably. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because I had been through that area, I believe the, what we were talking about. I had scouted that a little bit, and like in the summer, and I thought it looked bucky. Mm-hmm. You know, like oh, I can it see feels some it feels bucky mm-hmm. for sure, but it's not far off a road right there. Like there's like a. Up right, yeah, yeah. There's well, the piece that you're talking about is a little bit further west. We're actually more in the like the center part of the property, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it's the same stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, you're you're we're kind of far. From, how far do you think we are? A couple hundred yards? What five hundred yards? Six hundred yards from the road? It's probably more than that. I don't know. Maybe like a thousand yards from the road. If we walk, yeah, because they the what are they fire breaks? I guess yeah, fire lanes, and it's all it's like walking through beach sand. It's a pain yeah. in the ass. It's a weird area. It's all like river bottom area. Yeah, yeah. super sandy down that way. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. Yeah, that, I mean, you guys are going for. It. I mean, you guys are putting in the work, and and I mean, you're only two and a half days in. Like it's oh, yeah, we got, we a, got, lot we got a lot of time. Left. We have a lot yeah. of time left. And then I have a, I have some ideas in my head. Like I have a couple other spots. Like might be worth going to just drive down there for a day to look at it. And it's not that far. Okay. Um, 
So we'll talk after the podcast, but there's options. Yeah. There's options. Um, I mean, I think you guys are doing it the right way. Like you guys are putting in the work. You're not, you're not shying away from walking a little far, hanging stands and hunting. Like that's recipes for success, man. Like yeah, you guys know what you're doing. You're experienced hunters. So I, I hope, I hope you guys get opportunity at least, you know, or see, at least see a good one at the very minimum. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I'd like to see that, you know, Midwest quote unquote giant. Yeah. That even that if we it's came out here a hundred yards away, like yeah, we both talked, we both talked, you know, coming out here, if either one of us killed we'd be happy yeah i'd be as happy for him as i would be if i killed it like if one of us gets a buck it's worth the freaking trip yeah i mean it's still still worth the trip regardless like we're having a blast like we're not at work we're coming out here (laughs) hunting for a week in the midwest get to hang out with you guys like yeah yeah i mean this is way better than being at work for sure for sure sure. sure. what absolutely it's different because this terrain is not the typical illinois terrain but like what's the main difference so far that you've noticed from here from back home um i'd say well it's for the most part it's pretty much super flat <laughs> yeah. i mean like <laughs> yeah. back back home where i hunt like the piece i have in mind is not super flat okay i like that we'll get some maps yeah i that. like that that's more in my territory yeah. it's not super flat it's pinchy and Fun. But yeah. walking in is still, even though it's flat, it's still a pain in the dick because you're walking through freaking down the fire breaks and you're walking in beach sand. Oh, and yeah. I got insulated rubber boots on that are a motherfucker to walk in. <laughs> Somehow you still not, get sand in your boots. <laughs> it's just not fun. Like, I've trimmed crap out of my pack. Like, we both brought cameras we wanted to sell film and we're like screw this, this fuck off yeah, yeah that, <laughs> that shit's this. over you'll ditch that shit real yeah. fast <laughs> that shit lasted a day and we're like no fuck that nope i i dude Done. i get that completely that's why i don't film anymore i ha- i want to it's something i want to do you yeah. know but i'll film when we go back home but i came out here for a reason and that wasn't mm-hmm. the film exactly right. so. for sure definitely agree with you there well what advice would you have for someone that's wants to come from out east that hunts and, and this is all perspective a typically smaller whitetail state to come to a big buck Midwestern state. What, what advice would you throw out? I'd say just be prepared to put in time. Like, mm-hmm. you know, don't think you're going to come out here in three days and kill a buck. Right. You know, kill 150 inch around every tree. That's, that's, what, what, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's right. what we were talking about today. We were Quote like, unquote. Yeah. We were like, yeah, we need to make sure everybody knows that they're really not behind every tree. Right. Well, and the thing is, too, it's like, but then you're going to have guys, I already know this. Well, it's because they're on public and you guys are hunting private. It's not that way on private either. It's This has been an exceptionally good October this season. Yes. It's rare that I've had opportunity often before November, um, and it all depends on the year and what's going on and all that. But like me killing my buck on the 25th, that's not an every year thing for me. Like Sometimes it takes me to get into where it's ready, and then that's how I get my opportunity. Like. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. just the weather here has been odd this it's week, been insane. this year. In in the Midwest, people are normally it's like, all right, we're going to wait till late October before we get buck thinking about the bucks, and people right. are working to find the bucks always, right? But a lot of people will shoot does early season when they're not seeing buck movement and all that. And but right out the gate, our opening weekend was insane. Guys automatically are like bucks let's get in what are the bucks doing let's get on but that's why i felt temperatures plummeted and it was just it was it was just a weird time around here yeah everyone just went straight to like ruddy type weather is what it was like prime time what you want weather right out the gate we had snow yesterday morning yeah 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 Yeah, that was that was nice so this is not typical 
for your average year, and you know? That's no. like when we, like about a week ago when we are getting close enough where we could really see what the forecast was going to be like, and we are texting back and forth, like, and in the, in the team page, we're like, between deer cast and, you know, with the pressure and the weather and then mm-hmm. seeing what the forecast was, we're like, holy shit. You guys kind of picked a better week out. No. And we just winged it. I mean, if it wasn't for Corona, we, like, I wouldn't be here. I was supposed to go to Colorado was an option. Um, and then Iowa was an option because I got three – well, I would have had three points at that time. So, you know, if it wasn't for Corona, yeah, I, I probably wouldn't, wouldn't have been here either because I was supposed to go to Africa in May. Right. So I probably wouldn't have had an extra week of uh, vacation to come out. Yeah. And go- going back to the private land, public land, like yeah. I'm pretty much over that yeah. whole nonsense. Yeah, we talked about this <laughs> last night or whatever. Yeah, I mean, if you put us in a, a, a private piece – we're still not going to probably shoot anything right off the bat. Well, okay, let's go back because I like – we talked about this yesterday for a little bit. We were at bullshitting. Um, by the way, everybody from out east that I've experienced or everyone that w- we've met through the podcast from out east, killer cooks. You guys can all fucking cook. <laughs> like, we, we that's that's fucking yeah. true. We cooked deer heart last night. Uh, well, no, I cut up the deer heart. You guys cooked it, and then you guys made duck poppers. I was like, in, I was the only one talking about how good it was. I felt like I felt like I was being ridiculous. I'm like, this is the fucking best deer heart I've ever had. Like, I got some more poppers I forgot about in the cooler. I'll leave with you, dude. So good, and they always bring good ass food. Dude. Yeah, you guys are just on it. I don't know what it is, but we talked about the. I just kind of like mentioned it, and Dan started screaming at me. <laughs> um, public, private stuff. You're like, dude, I'm so fucking over that. That, that and you kind of went off, but like. What you feel that that conversation is coming up a lot out your way too? Oh yeah, and at the end of the day, it just comes down to how much work you put into a piece. Like, yeah, you can't you know bash somebody who's been hunting a, a private piece for four years and put in the work and learn the property. Like, it's not their fault that they know the property, right? Sure. So you you don't agree with the mindset from somebody out east or down south that thinks that there's no. 150s around every tree in Iowa, Illinois? Yeah, there's definitely not. I mean, you still yeah. got to put in your work. There might be a better opportunity out here. Yeah, but I mean, there's there's good deer. They got to live. They have to live there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's good deer. They're just it just might be more of an opportunity out here. Yeah. So if you had a private piece out here, you guys are hunting public now. Would you do anything different? Say you had a private piece out here, scouting wise. I'd say I mean you still got to still got to find the sign, still got to find find the deer. Maybe put some more trail cameras up versus what we're doing now. Um, right. You know, I mean, what you put two out, two out, yeah. But I mean, you still got to find where the deer are. There's not right. a lot of difference. There's not much difference. No, no there's exactly. not. I mean, we ran into the DNR guys today. Well, uh, yesterday and today, mm-hmm. and he said that we're the only people he's seen out here. Is, since Sunday, no kidding. Yeah, yeah. so that's, that's actually good to hear. Yeah, yeah. effectively, yeah. especially like with the we- with the weather that you that's know a, you guys been having. It's hard for me to believe because I've measured. I'm a measurer, right? So I've measured some big deer out of the area you're hunting, and I've talked to guys that hunt it. But I just wonder if at the mindset is everybody thinks that there's a ton of people out there. Well, they were also saying because um, they were like, I guess they saw the truck the day before they talked to us and. Um, I guess some of the public pieces you have to print those uh, windshield cards. Yeah, yeah. That has like your license number and you know, so they know they see a vehicle, they know how many people are hunting and whatnot. Who you are, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so they were like, "Yeah, we saw your cards yesterday. We're glad to see you know you're following the rules." Blah blah blah. And they said that a lot of the uh, local guys, you know, they just they think it's too much of a hassle. They don't want to mess with it. So they say, "Screw it, we're not going to hunt here." Yeah. Well, they probably have just some, that little effort. Yeah, yeah. all you have to yeah. do is 
Get online, put your, a card. put your license number in, and print it out. The majority of people are lazy and That's don't true. want to put That's any true. work into it. And I kind of, by the, this hasn't launched by the time we're recording this, but in podcast land, I went on my almost getting shot by a fucking crossbow hunter rant. I have nothing against crossbow hunters, but what my point was that stuff like that allows people to cut corners and it attracts lazier people than yep. the normal dedicated average hunter. Um, so I hope that that clarified my fucking rant, but I almost got shot. So cut me yeah, that story. Yeah, you're like, allowed to rant. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> give me um, a little slack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right. Almost took a rage of the cage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, d- didn't go twenty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have went twenty. I would have went probably four foot. I don't know if I'd go two feet. I was like, right? Ouch! Carrie's <laughs> just like, oh, my god! Like, terrible shot, please. You won long me, you piece of shit. Something bit me. <laughs> jumped up and bit me. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I just I figured because I've been told that by guys out east, like, you know, you only kill bucks like you do because, they, but they don't understand because I've known guys as long as I've been hunting that have never killed deer of one thirty, yeah. and, and nothing against that. It's just what it is, but. For people that don't live here, they don't. They just think it's like a cakewalk. Like the piece that I killed my buck on while you guys were. I was hoping I was going to kill a deer while you guys were here, just for the experience. But this is my fourth year hunting that ground, and I was. We had this conversation before, um, right before the podcast. Yeah. yeah, I was like, it's taken me four years to feel confident in knowing what the big mature bucks are doing, yeah. and that's not because I sat in the same observation stand and went lazy. It's because remember the first year I hunted this, this piece, you. Kurt Hanging Stands Guyers when you yeah. gave me that name because I bet you I hung fucking 30 stands or more and like Walmart fucking stands like Walmart Ameristep hang-ons. Oh, you, yeah. What you were saying last night you wore the bottoms off your boots from hanging stands. Dude I burn out those Krispies and I just bought these Danners the fucking sides of them are shredded already. On a Danner? That's crazy. Yes. I don't know shit. I gotta do something. I gotta get like Dude, I need Adidas, hit me up, man. Let's collab. You know what I mean? <laughs> like Under Armour dropped the Bomars. Pick me up. Let's let's work together. You know What's what I'm up? saying? What's up, Bomars? See you later. Well, you know that might might be soon. <laughs> I heard Under Armour's not any better. So no, I haven't heard the. I Dude. knew a, I knew a guy who bought the uh, the Cam Haynes ones. Yeah, and, and blew them out right away. He bought them. He has more money than me. He bought them. <laughs> went hunting in them, obviously. And he, and Cam Haynes on cheap. I won't say his last name, but Ty, my buddy Tyler sitting here. <laughs> listen to the pot. Jason. Said, I bought them boots, man. I wore them one time. He's kind of got like a central, like central Illinois in certain areas. Central, has southern like a, Illinois. Has, has like that. a twang. Yep. He's like, I bought these boots, man, and I went out and I fucking threw them things right in the trash when I got home. This fucking piece of shit. They're uncomfortable. I'm like, why don't you just return them? <laughs> <laughs> things are fucked that. They're, I got time for that. is shit. Uh, whatever. Oh, I don't care how they look, but I just wanted to feel right you know yeah their and shoes are t- trash don't buy them the Under Armour ones yeah, are they're trash my buddy i'm not gonna say his name because i don't even know if he's supposed to be doing this but he gets 50 percent off of under armor <laughs> so i was like dude hook me up with a pair of these like under armor whatever I said you had a pair boots. one time didn't yeah you? i didn't get the fat tires because those look stupid as shit but i just <laughs> right. got like regular hiking boots right and i literally broke them like ripped them out in a month no kidding. Yeah, just hanging trail cameras. Like, I wasn't hanging stands. I wasn't doing that shit. Yeah. Wow. Just, just, blew, so, blew just walking. In they there. literally just fell apart. I think I just... It's hard to find a good fucking boot anymore. Well, and you don't know how good the boot is until you wear it for a while. Yeah, because yeah. you can walk around the store. You can put it on. I'm like, yeah, this is comfortable. But then once you put three miles on, you're like... Yeah, I will tell you, though, stuff. if I didn't hang... St- and I don't know. I just must walk weird or, like, how I hang stands and stand on the sticks or whatever. 
maybe I do something weird that normal people don't. I don't know. But, like, they're getting... I've had them for... You bought them? Not even a month. A month. On but, our way back from South Dakota. Yeah. Bought them brand new. I like them. I got but a, they're not going to last me another year. I got a pair of uh, leather Cabela's. I think they're, like, outfitter boots. Mm-hmm. I've had those things for 10 years. No shit. Really? They're like solid. the Cabela's brand? Yeah. Yeah. See, I like. I think I just got a when I I blew up my crispies, the bottoms of them. I think I just got a faulty pair. I'm convinced because I know so many hardcore dudes that have them. The, oh, oh, of the the crispies. Clint Casper has been rocking the same exact pair of boots that I have for, for years, like hundreds of miles on those. Things. Way more than I've ever put on them, and his right. are fine. I have crispies. I don't have nearly the miles that probably you, and definitely not what Clint has. But yeah. I mean, like everybody said, raves about. I love my crispies, man. I did love them, um, but I just I was hunting. I'm like, man, my feet have been hurting, and I look at the bottom, like there's like chunks missing, and it's like it looks like someone took a razor blade and just sliced the bottom of them. Well, it's like like you said. I mean, some people just walk, you know, different. So maybe oh, yeah. I don't know. I think it's just from standing on sticks and pivoting on the metal sticks, just and, scraping them, and yeah. Yeah, yeah, like rubber boots. Give me. I don't know how we just dived into boots all of a sudden. <laughs> we did, but yeah. uh, well, like rubber boots. Cover. I will I will burn on a pair of rubber boots faster than anybody, and I'll put money on it. It must be the way you're walking or something, dude. I th- it's the way I hang stands. Maybe. I'm just getting after I'm it. Just a hustler, dude. Just <laughs> hustling. So, moving back to hunting, we just talked about gear. We're all over the place. Welcome to the podcast. Okay. Um, what kind of gloves do you guys run? I don't wear gloves. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Fun fact. And my hands pay for it. Um, yeah, I don't wear gloves either. I have, like, no nerves in my head because <laughs> I'm tired of them being cold. I'm like the dude from uh, Happy Gilmore with the wooden hand. Chubbs? Oh, yeah, I'm like Chubbs, but yeah. except I have my hand still. <laughs> Seriously. I think you've been off by an alligator. I'll tell no you, bad. one thing about hunting out here, everything sticks to my fucking pants. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my pants. Tag-alongs and stickers? all the shit. Bro City. My pants are covered in thousands of them. I might as well oh, yeah. just fucking throw those sick of pants away. I don't, yeah. I don't yeah. even want them. I'll buy new ones. You don't have that out east? Not like that. You, watch out you for need them. to do? You got to watch out for them stickers. They're just take horrible. a butter knife and sit outside and just... No, they, they make... Um, there's a thing called a burr paw. I yeah, mean, those are good. I need to buy one because I have a pair of pants that's like that. I, I went and hung a stand. I did a hang and bang and walk through spot that just... I had to get to a spot. So I just... Like an asshole walk through a bunch of shit. And it's just like this block you pretty much rub and it gets them all off but I, I gotta get that then because i have shit everywhere on my pants thousands of thousands of things stuck to my pants and i'm just I'm, i don't even know why i'm trying to pull it off because by tomorrow they're gonna be right back mm-hmm. like well it's something to do in the sand well, kill t- time you know tonight one tonight i was sitting there and we were in there from probably like two thirty till dark which i think shooting time and it was like six thirty five or something like that so yeah. i'm sitting there Sitting on a, a fresh scrape, and I could smell buck like coming off the scrape. It smelled like rutting buck, and I'm like, I'm texting Dan, and I'm like, oh, this is just money. Like I'm yeah. sitting here, and I could smell Leon. buck. Yeah. So nothing, and I, I was sitting on like this old field with pines and stuff, and I could actually see like a good. I could probably could have shot at least forty five, fifty yards in some mm-hmm. directions. So I'm like, something's gonna come through here. Last ten minutes of daylight in the pines, real thick pines behind me. I hear something coming. And it was two bucks. Ended up the first one was a spike, and like Shad probably would have smoked his ass. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't a trophy spike, but he was he was a spike. And he was I an up and comer. Had him at five yards, right to my right. But I don't know if he caught like the thermals dropping because the wind. My wind was good. It was blowing away from him, but um, 
he kind of stopped right on the edge and then he had like a bas like probably a basket rack eight right behind him coming yeah so i didn't really see how big he was yet and i had been i knew it was prime time so i was standing up the last 35 40 minutes holding my bow in my hand just knowing that just you know, ready. could be any minute yeah where i was i was tucked in a pine I was only two sticks high because the way the branches were, I couldn't get any higher without, mm-hmm. you know, I'm public. It sucks. You can't trim shit. Yeah. So, um, I was only two sticks high. So I was just ready. Cause if they came from like the edges of the fields, they were going to be right on top of me. Yeah. So I had my, my cam rested on my pant, like on my thigh the whole time. So then I saw the second buck coming and I was like, I didn't think he was big enough, but I was getting ready just in case he was like, bigger than what bo- I thought he borderline. was. Was he borderline? You think? Nah, not not that not this early. <laughs> right, right. I but mean, you just seen another deer coming behind him, so you're like, I'm getting. Yeah, you got to get ready because you, you get might ready. like your eyes. Tra- next thing you know, he's a 145. You're like, oh, so oh yeah. shit. So I had the cam rested on my leg, and I had all those motherfucking things stuck on my pants. Uh, but when I moved it, it made a noise, and they kind of spooked back like uh, ten uh, yards into the into the pines. Goddamn birds! Mm. Yeah, and then they, they froze. Like they didn't. You might just swing into a farm king and see if they got one of those like bird paw things. I don't know if they carry them, but like a farm store, like farm king is like or a butter knife. I'm telling you, it works like a dream. Really? If you wear the pants, I always put them on. I sit in my garage and. They come right off. I don't know if it's going to work with those pants, though, because like, it's not like those pants. They're they're real fuzzy, so they're, they're like, yeah, in the a, pants. They're a little bit of fuzz mm-hmm. there. Yeah, it's, yeah. that's going to be it's gonna be tough. The Sika just I'm, has, like, flamboyant built into them. Well, yeah, some of them might burn them. Sika and some other <laughs> gear just had, like, they're literally burr magnets. Like, oh, yeah. Hey, you know, that's why oh, dude, I know how to, get, it, I know how to get rid of them. Do one of those boot flip TikToks. And do, that'll probably take care of it. Yeah. It'll, yeah. I'm going to do it right in the studio, right in front of the... the you should. It'll probably bring red, you some clout. Red logo. <laughs> yeah. Or just spray yeah. them down. Just spray There's them just down. a pile of birds <laughs> everywhere. Just spray yeah. them down with Pam before you go out. They don't stick no, to it. Wanna, no, hey, there you go. I want to do yeah. one of those boot flips, and I'm going to flip the boot, and when it comes back, it's just going to be middle finger. <laughs> Fuck <Yeah>. you. <laughs> hey, you know what? Really, you should do this, because I did it once. Um, I had all those birds all over my pants and all my clothes, and I just threw them into the washer. And then for like that. two weeks, all your clothes oh, yeah. will just have those oh, on them. Your towels, dude. Towel your towels your wife, will especially your 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 wife's clothes, will have them all over. Mm-hmm. Ask yeah. me how I know. She uh, been hey, there. What's up, Eric? Been there, dog. <laughs> you use a towel in the shower, and you're just like, ah, what was that? It just burned. <laughs> I always pick them up with my my fingers, and I always get like one will spike me, and then it's oh, like yeah. a splinter, and I'm like, oh, yeah. oh, this is great. Oh, I got like three different types that are stuck on the pants. There's the big ones. There's the little ones that are the worst. There's these big long spikes that mm-hmm. look like they're not sharp, but they look like they would fucking kill yeah. you. Oh yeah. Yep. Then there's like the little like ball shaped ones that have the prickers all over mm-hmm. them, and then there's like the little like ones that the look like tiny like, ones, like the yeah. dead. Yep. Like the dead yep. ones. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. You know what's funny? Feel your pain. By us sitting Been in there, there, picking them off our pants and throwing them below our tree stands, we're just <laughs> spreading them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Spread the seed. <laughs> we're making out so much. Bunch of Next assholes. spring, they're going to be everywhere. So what's what's the move like going from here forward? Like, what's the plan? Well, we're going to probably hunt the same spot tomorrow morning. Um, so you guys seem like you have sign, like scrapes and everything. Yeah, we, it's... We've had to put. You're not doing anything wrong, I don't think. No, no. It's just we we just got to learn the property. That's all it is. Yes. I mean, from here on out, for me, I don't know exactly what Sean's going to do, but I'm just gonna. If I don't see anything in the morning, I'm gonna pack up, move, find sign, set up, set the afternoon, yeah, and then leave that stand up, 
come back in the morning and just re, you know rinse and repeat. Yeah, you're going all day, right? Yeah, for the most part, I'll probably start cranking it up here towards you know the later half of the week. Yeah, because it's gonna it's just gonna get better. Yeah, that's and, yeah, and that's a good point. I think you guys are doing it right. And you're never going to learn it anywhere in two days. I don't care. You, no. could, you could hunt at a high fence ranch, and yeah, especially I mean, that might be a lie, but places thousands of acres, right? Yeah. It, it's it takes time. Like two days is not enough time. But the cool thing about it is, you guys have taken the initiative to come out and do this. Even if this trip isn't successful as far as like a kill is concerned, you've learned a ton. So if you guys come back, yes, you already you're already a step ahead of where you were on this trip. So. It's just a matter of time. Like, you guys do this again and then come back again in a couple of years or something, whatever. You guys are setting yourself up to kill a, a big Midwestern buck. You know what I mean? So, oh, yeah. I mean, um, I would definitely – I mean, I would definitely do it again next year if we got the vacation time and whatnot. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's cool having somebody, you know, we met up halfway out in Ohio and yeah, rode, Damien. rode the West. Yeah. Yeah. He's Damien, yeah. He was super nice. Another like, example of, like, how – cool our team is yeah i just hit him up because you know it would have been a little counterproductive for me to drive six hours north to meet dan and then drive what 15 hours west yeah and instead i just kind of angled up and i knew you know damien or actually he i you know we were talking about on the the group page and damien's like look if you guys need to make a pit stop i'm not far from i-80 so I messaged him. He's like, hey, man, would you be cool if we, you know, we met up there and I just left my car there? He's like, yeah, no problem, man. Because yeah. I was just like, I didn't want to hinder him. I was like, you know, let's leave it on the street or whatever. I just don't want to leave it like a truck stop and come back and sure. it's towed. Oh. Sure. And he's, <laughs> right, right. he's like, dude, are you kidding me? He's like, leave it in my driveway. He's like, don't fucking worry about it. So That's we, awesome. That's the cool thing about how we kind of like the family we kind of build oh, around yeah, this it's, podcast. It's cool as shit. I'm, I love it, man. And then we stopped and we, we talked with him for like an hour and a half and looked at his freaking giants <laughs> his on the wall. His house is insane. Oh, yeah. Dude, studs on the wall. Yeah. He makes me feel bad about myself, but inspiring also. Chandler's place will make you feel that way too. Oh, we yeah. got we got to check that out. Yeah, that's on the list of things to do out mm-hmm. here. Yeah, Chandler's place will home be a real quick. Yeah, you just like, hmm. <laughs> I let you shoot shit. I don't know if I can hold out. Oof, yeah, yeah. It'll humble you. You guys. don't have. Yeah, you don't. We're have to, from the east. Yeah, you, so. <laughs> you see his room, and then you see the bottle of whiskey behind there. Like, yeah, I feel bad about myself. I'm gonna start drinking. <laughs> I don't have a deer on the wall that probably any of you any of you guys would shoot at this point in your career. I have some. I don't know if I'd say that, but I mean, I got some good deer for out there, but I mean. We don't have to worry about humbling us. Well, here's the thing: like you guys got out here because you guys have been staying in the studio for the last the whole time you've been here so far. And I shot. <laughs> I told you guys about my game plan and stuff, and I shot a doe. Oh, I, yeah. I guess I could tell this story, but I, I, I mean, I also want to talk about some more public land stuff. Or are we, we kind of caught up? Yeah, I, you I know mean, what I mean. We, we basically got all of our encounters in there. Yeah, I kind of talked to you guys about my game plan. I'll just tell my doe story quick because I. The dope story. I don't it's a good story. Yeah, it's a phenomenal story. So, yeah, I did a, a hang and bang. Um, I ended up leaving the stand there. Um, set up. You know, you go in, you just like, there's like options, but not great options. And you sure. like hem haw and you're looking around. But this spot I was going to, it's like three draws come down into one like low bottom. Yep. But all the trees are just straight like climber trees, no cover. And I just know I'm like, dude, in three weeks, two weeks, I'm going to be like the dude, I use this analogy, the dude's up front of the car lot, the fucking blow up guys. (laughs) Like that's going to be me in the tree, you know? So I just found the one tree that had another really leafy tree in front of it and butted up my stand right up into that. And it's like weird because there's hills. 
There's no you can't get up above anything to where you want to be to make any shots. You're kind of low. So if a deer comes from behind in one spot, he's like eye level with you. Yep. But if he comes from this way, it's like beautiful. This is exactly how the spot is I'm going to tomorrow. So, I mean, you can't have it all. Right. So you right. kind of have to pick and choose and just kind of be aware. So I'm sitting there, and I'll kind of tell the story sort of quick so I'm not dragging it out. But I have these does run in. Two does run in. And I'm like looking. I'm like, is there a buck chasing them? But they're acting kind of weird. And they kind of stopped in the bottom. And then the one big doe ran up. And, like, I guessed her for 20 yards. It will, it would happen quick. So I didn't have time to, like, range. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's probably 20. So I held, like, center lung. And caught her a little low, like perfect pass through everything. But I was like, ah, a little low, maybe a, a touch back. I'll, I'll give her some time. She runs to the end of the draw where I'm like, perfect. She'll lay down there. Be great. I can get right up to her. Easy drag out by myself. Well, then like five minutes later, here comes two more does running down the same spot and everything. Run down to the bottom, do the same thing. And they're like looking around all frantic. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, is there a buck in there running circles, chasing all these does around? I'm like, well, maybe I'll shoot a buck, too. So I'm sitting there, and I hear what sounds just like a horror movie scream and commotion coming back to me from where my doe went. And I'm like, what the hell? And I look up, and where my doe was bedded, a coyote got on my doe and ran her back down to me into the thick shit. And basically, she was laying down to die up where she went, came back down, and, of course, that burst of, like, oh, shit, energy just wiped. She was done. And then this coyote is like, cool. I don't have to do anything. Free, free, free meal. Meal. Yeah. And starts tearing up my doe. Yeah. Like gets into my exit hole. So I don't know. I think I hit a stick that I didn't know or a twig because it went in like liver area and came out. The exit hole was like in front of the back leg. And I, I don't know. Did you guys go out and look at the doe hanging? Did you see the entry? I didn't. Too? I didn't look that close. I mean, I, I went and took a look at it. So but I, I didn't. Hit- it hit the it hit the branch and deflected. And I don't know. Of, I don't know if it hit a branch, but I don't know how it could have happened. Right. She wasn't quartering to me hard or anything like right. that. I, I, who knows? I don't know. Actually. Hit a rib and deflected. Maybe Tyler helped me like hang it up and clean it. He's sitting here. The exit was like the entry was good. Exit was like weird. It was just I don't know what happened. I can't explain it. And I never found my arrow. And I had a lighted knock and everything. So I must have hit something. I don't know. I can't explain it. Um, which sucks you know but it's just part of what happens anyway he starts tearing out the exit hole the coyote on this doe it's down in this bottom and it's like and you're watching all this yeah i'm yelling at him i'm yip yip barking at him trying to i'm doing the whole seeing if i can just distract him to get him to run and look and he's just going to town and i have this leafy tree it's not a big tree it's just this little one that's still holding his leaves and i find a pocket in range 30 yards i'm like i'm shooting this thing because he's gonna tear up that dough i i body him whap him 30 yards and he rolls like 10 foot i'm like sweet so i got a dead doe that's down in the fucking grand canyon for (laughs) illinois and a coyote down so i get down i go get the coyote I, I'm not a coyote hunter. I haven't killed a lot. Of, I killed a handful of coyotes. Biggest coyote I've ever seen. Right. Personally, heaviest coyote. I'd say 35 pounds. I don't know. Big. It's a good size. Prettiest coyote I've ever seen. First coyote I've ever shot that had a full full coat and everything. Yeah. But he had nice hair. Just stinky, <laughs> man. Yeah. He had, he had beautiful hair. He had beautiful hair. Beautiful hair. He had six fingers on each hand. So I get the coyote out and I get the doe out, which was brutal. I didn't want to gut her down there because 
is the same spot a couple of podcasts ago where I'm like, I was going to shoot that doe, but I passed it's her because I know I was going to come back and, <laughs> and kill a buck. But I just, like well, I like, told these guys, I like to shoot shit. Yeah, we, we're driving. We were on our way out here, and yeah. I look at the clock, like literally 30 seconds before you called us, and I was like, oh, it's about time. I wonder how Kurt's doing. You know, it's about that time. Next thing you know, the phone rings, and you're like, well, shot a doe. Probably shouldn't have done it, but I like to shoot shit. <laughs> I was like, you know yeah. what? That's the the most honest freaking answer. But I like, right? but I like to shoot shit. Yeah. Well, what's well, like going back on the coyote thing, like Doug's the eighteen inch G two buck you shot. Yeah. We waited. He shot it. We waited an hour, hour and a half maybe. I forgot about this. Dude, and like we an went in, and, and that and thing half. was destroyed. On it Dude, was the edge the of the hole. hole. I believe it because I was watching. I, I'm not kidding. Like you can see the whole ribs, you can see the whole rib cage. Like it ate the whole one side of it all the way out. Within, I 100% within an hour. It. Within, I mean, minutes. This coyote had the guts starting to rip out of the exit hole. Yeah, like that's crazy. Minutes, maybe a minute, maybe two minutes. Like not exactly. And I'm like, whole. It's going to town. Like not wasting any time. And that's why that's the reason why I got down early. If that coyote would have been there, I would have waited, sat till dark, and then sure, went and got the doe. Sure. But then I'm like, every deer is blown out of here. All those, you know what I mean? All the commotion, the coyotes in there, and I, you know, I'll take a coyote out and get down early and take care of all that stuff. You know what I mean? Like right. I feel like w- well worth it in my book. Um, but yeah, I got down, and that's why I got, once I got out and got back on the road. That's when I called you guys. And right when I called, I'm like, started ringing. I'm like, oh, fuck, they're going to think I shot a buck. Like, I'm calling at that, like, awkward time, you know? Right. So. Yeah, there, there was a long pause. We're like, well. And then there's like, that little pause. Uh, I shot a doe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, fuck. He's kind of building you up a little yeah. bit. Yeah. We're waiting for it, waiting for it. Uh, I shot a doe. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But the coyotes have become a problem because where that one stole my truck camera last year. That property is my best property. It's tiny, but I've always got big bucks all year long. And this year, it's I had super nice deer early, and then now all of a sudden I got three coyotes almost every other night, and no deer around. We got a ton of them back east too. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, I was, it's I was hunting uh, around here. I was hunting a cut cornfield back home in Connecticut, and uh, had a bunch of deer out there, but they were all too far. And mm-hmm. I was sitting there, and it was getting dark, and I was like, "Damn!" I was like. I really, I was about to call my, text my brother-in-law, see if he could drive into the property and, you know, clear the field for me because I didn't want to blow him out of there because I had all week to hunt. Yeah. And I start hearing coyotes howling and they're kind of buck, you know, there's a buck and a bunch of does and they're all like looking around kind of on edge. And then, uh, I hear one like sound like he's right next to me because there's a hay field right next to the cornfield. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of really start going nuts. And then I hear behind me, there's like, multiple ones it sounded like they were chasing something because i hear them moving all through the timber yeah and then uh they finally just got the hell out of the field so i'm like all right well you know i could get out of here clean now and then next thing you know i see that the one that was coming from the hay i heard howling in the hay field he starts freaking running right right down the edge of the field right next to me i'm like oh shit so i draw back real quick and I should have tried should have tried to stop him, but it happened so quick that he was just kind of trotting by me. And I shot right behind his ass, and I was so pissed. You always want to get him, you know. Yeah, e- you always want to get him. It's yeah. eerie though, because I've been hunting that same property where the coyote stole my camera, and like 
at nights you can hear them howling howling they get closer and closer and you're still in the stand it's still shooting hours and you get down and you're like i gotta walk through a waterway for probably half and half a mile and they're still howling closer and closer and you're like it's creeping me out. I'm yeah. not scared of coyotes. I would kick a coyote no. in my teeth so quick. Coyotes are not something that like, crosses my mind of being scared of for when, me. When I'm not scared of them, but when they howl, like it does give you like that little eerie feeling. Yeah, yeah it like, gives you a weird feeling. Right. Oh, eerie so, for sure. I will Especially say, when they're getting closer and closer, and you're like, I'm surrounded by corn. I don't know where the fuck they're going to pop out at. I will say they would rip you up like if a bunch of them got on you. Like If they were all the size of the one I shot, I would be like a little concerned. But I'll tell you, like... I'm kicking them in that soft spot. You know oh, yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, and this spot's I, right by the river bottom, so it's like... <laughs> echoing through it, yeah. And it sounds like there's 20 of them, which yeah. there's probably only three or four, but... Yeah, I hate them, but Ugh. they're... Uh, the one spot where I where I actually... I have a cell cam over on the side. I hunted and shot that doe in the, in the coyote. The last through... Well, since after that day, just coyotes and less deer. So I don't know what's going on. I didn't gut the my doe down there, and I didn't leave the coyote. I took them both out fully because of that reason, and I want to go back there, you know, without exactly without the one thing that get why I'm so weird about coyotes. I was hunting down in Burlington with Doug's brother, and I shot a doe, and he was like, "Okay, I'll go get the truck." You know, you sit here and gut it, whatever. It's pitch dark out, and there down there, there's coyotes everywhere. I mean, they're howling Literally everywhere everywhere they're howling howling and you can kind of hear them getting closer and closer and all of a sudden nothing mm-hmm. i'm sitting there i'm gutting this deer i'm gutting it and headlamp on and i'm probably i don't know 30 40 yards away from the tree line and i look over and there's probably 10 sets of eyes looking at me really oh yeah just right in the tree line and i'm like oh i'd i'd be eerie like weary about them then too because they just like they were howling howling and just immediately stopped and they and were like, right there i'm like something's not right here you know i keep going i just kept looking over looking over and all of a sudden eyes and i'm like all right that's it i grabbed i left the gut pile i wasn't even done gutting yet i left what was done i grabbed that dough and just took off running you just, really? t- just tossed them a little bit and they'll leave you alone yeah i'm like, I'm like you guys can have all this guts and Throw shit like me like you guys can have all that but i gotta take this dough with me yeah, that's what's nice about pa you can conceal carry while you bow hunt oh really because you know we have coyotes too like a yeah. lot of them but you guys have bears out there too. yeah that's the problem is the bears we have a oh, lot yeah. of fucking Fuck bears. See, that that would not be cool i'm not messing <laughs> with bears man dude i don't fuck with bears. Bears. No. um well sean's over here talking about being scared of coyotes and like, you just told me a story last night how you got lost in alaska and <laughs> yeah. there's like brown bears up and there. fucking wolves and shit yeah, that was that was a crazy one. That was uh So like explain this a little bit and we don't have to dive too deep into this or like we can go any direction you guys want to go with this podcast, but your old man is like like Jim Shockey's long lost brother, it seems like. Yeah, Jim Shockey's like his like hero. Like he yeah. thinks Shockey's the man. Like my dad the easiest way for me to describe it to people is if you name an animal, he's probably killed it and has it mounted in his house. Yeah. You showed us pictures of yep. your old man's trophy room, and it's like... Um, it's unbelievable. It's like something you would see on, like, a Tom Miranda video. Yeah. Like, leather-bound yeah. books, and... I just feel... Is that your dude? Or your dad? Is he, like, a leather-bound book, like, in cigars guy in his trophy room while he no, pets no. ivory? He 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 likes, he likes cigars. Like Jumanji shit, or what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. more of, like, uh... 
truck driver, you know, construction worker type of guy, but just happens to look at a lot of vagina and make a lot of money to go on those trips. Okay. Um, either I want you to explain that or I don't want you to explain <laughs> that. That way our listeners are like, what? And we'll just leave it. I was going to like say it, make a joke, but I didn't want to put it on blast. So it's like, we, you either have to elaborate or don't, but you got to understand I'm going to get a lot of questions about that. He's a gynecologist. Uh, and <laughs> there it is. OBGYN. So he delivers babies and looks at vagina every day. Okay. That's right. That clarifies The good, that. the bad, and the ugly. <laughs> Could be an awesome job or really terrible one. Depends on the day. Probably ter- more terrible. I would yes. Guess. Yeah. He says not at all. It's cracked up to be. <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I bet it's not. I told you the stories that aren't even acceptable for this podcast. Yep. Let's, yep. Yeah, he earns his money. Earns that money. Um, but he's done it all. Like, Yeah, I mean, he's been to Africa probably 15 times. He's hunted Australia, New Zealand, um, Alaska numerous. I mean, he just – I was showing you pictures of his feet from his frostbite on his moose trip in uh, Alaska in September. Jesus. That's insane. Yeah, rec- this last September. Yeah, like a couple weeks ago. That's insane, dude. So – because and and if people go back, like we did the podcast with you about the Mexican turkey. Yep. And I don't know, that's probably like not what they're called, but <laughs> you were in Mexico hunting turkeys. Mexican yep. turkeys. It's um, a great name. It is. It's cool. You it's like on tacos. The Chinese virus, you know, everyone's like <laughs> China it comes from China. Um, so like you, you have experience, like you're you're traveled in your hunting game. Yeah, I mean, nowhere's near like my dad. I mean, my out of my out of the country has been canada a couple times and mexico but uh i mean i've been fair, pretty good you know, been a fair amount of places around the united states hunting different things yeah so i i don't know if you want to tell the alaska story i thought it was cool as shit yeah yeah i'll tell that so my freshman year of college i think it was 2004 like thanksgiving me my dad and my dad's best friend went to alaska to hunt to kodiak island to hunt sitka blacktail deer mm-hmm. and uh so my dad's best friend doesn't hunt at all. Like he's, he's not against hunting, but he's just not a hunter. He's uh like, he loves animals, but he doesn't like look at hunting. Like it's a bad thing. He just likes to go. He you likes, know, yeah, yeah. I get, you know, like he, he likes, he, he likes to go with the guys and experience new things and see new places it's for the experience. Yeah. So he's been yeah. on a lot of trips with my right. dad and like, just he's a, he's a glorified out. granola hiker. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah right. So we go up there <laughs> and pretty good analogy. you know, we fly up, you know, it was like, I don't know how many flights we had to take to get to where we were going. And, and we're in this camp that's on Kodiak Island and you're in this little bay, but you're out in the middle of nowhere. And we would take this little John boat on the bay and then they go up to the spot on like, I call it mountains, but it's not like, you know, not like 15,000 feet, like Colorado mountains, but I mean, it's still a mountain, you know, sure. we park on the beach. So then we go up. And I end up shooting a, a deer first day and, uh, you know, we quarter it up, clean it up, skin it and all that and pack it in our packs. So the guide looks at me and my dad's best friend and says, you know, we got a couple hours of daylight, you know, we have the, the meat and the hide and the antlers in our packs. He's like, you know, walk this direction, you'll hit a Creek and follow it downhill until you get to the boat and just or to the beach and go to the boat, eat your lunch 
And uh, so he's telling you this because you already killed, right? Yeah. Okay. Because he was going to stay with my dad, and they were going to hunt the last couple sure. hours of sure. daylight. Just I all I can picture is just you being like, yeah, yeah, trying to yeah, listen, no big deal, and then be like, yeah, dude, I got this, I got this. Yeah, the beach, can't miss the beach. Yeah. And then they walk away, and then you're like, and, I don't know what the fuck I just listened to. Yeah, and I'm, I'm <laughs> what do you say? I'm what? 18 at the time, so like I was probably like, yeah, yeah, yeah sure, sure. Yeah, fuck sure, you, guy. Sure, I know, yeah. I know what a beach looks like. Yeah. Right. So I don't I don't know if my idea of a creek and his idea of a creek are, are totally different. Well, is well, it a creek or creek? creek or creek. Or, yeah. That's yeah. just a, a stream. the only <laughs> thing we came across that I thought was like could have been considered a creek was like down this steep gorge and it's like this freaking river. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, I don't think this is what he was talking about. So are about. you by yourself at this no, time? No, it's me and my dad's buddy. Okay, okay. The granola hiker. Yeah. Okay. So I'm just kidding. I don't... No offense, man. I know you probably listen to this, or maybe maybe you won't. He's 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 a granola hiker. He, granola cut, hiker. he cuts his own hair, and yeah, he's he's like a hermit. <laughs> okay, but Sweet. um, efficient. So <laughs> saving a dollar. So we're makes walking. his own salsa. <laughs> Does yoga on the weekends, you know. So, so drives the Subaru with the Cogs the sticker on the bumper. <laughs> pretty sweet. Pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. So I'm following you, man. <laughs> Jesus. So we're walking and we're like every Democrat starting. listener we had just shut us off. Do you th- That's fine. Do you think you have any Democrat listeners? Yeah, for sure. Think so? Yeah, media fans. Just kidding. Easy. <laughs> just kidding. Four. I'm kidding. Four of them. We still kidding. Just too easy. You got to remember, I get froggy and say shit I don't mean. I'm, I love Steve Rinella. I'm not going to lie. I do. Um, vote him as president for hunting. But goddamn, you got to admit that was kind of funny. You get that was it. good. <laughs> Chuckle a little bit. That was good. Can't argue it. <laughs> so you could, but <laughs> I'd, be, okay. I'd be wrong. So coexist coexist sticker, you're getting lost. And me and him. Yeah. I got the gun. He's just, you know, hiking along for right. the ride. Starting to get dark. <laughs> it's raining. I got the gun. He's your he's <laughs> I just, I just now. imagine him like chasing butterflies behind you, like yeah. Yeah, we're just hiking uh, along. No, it gets better. You, you, just wait. He's okay, starting okay. to hit on all you. Right, all right, all right, all right. Things are getting weird. Let him tell the story. Oh, sorry, dude. Let him tell the story. Go ahead, sorry. So it's starting to get dark. It's been raining. It's not like it's not snow, but it's like forty. So it's cold enough that you're wet and it's uncomfortable. And mm-hmm. it's starting to get dark. So he's like, he's starting to fucking panic. He's like, we're lost, and I'm can't really argue with him. I'm right? Like, yeah, we're we're pretty fucking lost. So he's like, you gotta get rid of the fucking meat. He's like, there's fucking bears out here. You have to get rid of the meat. So he like, I mean. I was 18. He's like my dad's buddy. Like he's like in his like 40s or 50s. Yeah, I'm like yeah. I can't really argue with him because he thinks like we're gonna die. And I'm like, okay. Sure. So, you know, we tried like the the three shot freaking distress deal, and yeah, nobody came to save us. So uh, that's some bullshit. How long have you, have you guys been walking at this point? A couple hours. No shit. Yeah. So you're saying three shot, like three shots with your rifle? Yeah. Like- so then I'm like thinking, I was like, eh, let's not try that again because I only got so many shells. And if there really is a bear, <laughs> yeah. we probably want to save a couple of them. For yeah. sure. And uh, so like we we ditched, like I thought I ditched all the meat, but, you know, we we end up having some. But thought I got rid of all the meat. I was like, I'm keeping the fucking, I'm making sure I keep my hide and my antlers. And like, you go fuck yourself. I'm not leaving that. Yeah. Right. I'm like, I came here to shoot deer. That's what we're going to do. Yeah. So... We realized, like, okay, it's get it's about dark. Like, we're spending the night out on the mountain here. Like, just let's prepare for it. Like, suck it up, cupcake. Like, like you came to that day. point saying, hey, we're fucking lost. We're staying here. Oh, yeah. Like, we, I mean, there's How no. How horrifying, man. Just because it's, like, 
I, I think dark. I was young enough and naive enough that I wasn't that worried, but he was fucking losing his shit. So it, bears is the only thing that changes this entire situation. No yeah. bears, whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I listen was, up Kane Brown. You know what I mean? Jesus! So just sleep. You wake up. It's daylight. You're like, oh, I'm gonna walk that way for a hundred yards. So it's raining, and I'm like, okay, there's no trees. There's like bushes and shrubs. Like it's nothing yeah. big. So we just try to hunker under one of them. And I had like one of those in my pack. One of those um like solar blankets. So I'm just like trying to stay dry under that piece of tin foil. Yeah, pretty much yeah. giant piece of tin foil. So. I'm just hunkered under that, laying down, and, like, I end up falling asleep. Do you have lights or anything? I had a flashlight in my pack that was buried, at, at you know, under some shit. But it was, you know, we weren't really worried about lights. Like, we knew we were kind of stuck. So Yeah, yeah. I'm starting to fall asleep. He's freaking panicking because he hears me, like, breathing heavy, like, snoring kind of. And he's, like, he's having a panic attack. And he's, like, this motherfucker's sleeping. So we start hearing something flying over. And, like, wakes me up. I'm, like. Who the hell's flying? We're in the middle of nowhere. It's pitch black like at Kodiak night. Kodiak like, Island. Yeah. And we realize it's it's a helicopter. So, like, oh, my God, somebody's out here looking for us. So, like, I just, like, the, my first thought is just, like, wave the blanket. Maybe they'll see, like, some sort of reflection. reflection. Sure. And then the chopper's gone. I'm like, fuck. So, like, while they're gone, I'm, like, digging through my pack, find my flashlight in the bo- in the bottom, and it comes, starts flying around again. So, I shine the flashlight, and then they come and land. And they said, like, with their, like, infrared goggles, they could see a lit match, like, five miles away. No shit. So they yeah. could probably see the body heat coming off you, to be honest with you. I don't... Maybe. I, I don't know if it was light or if it was, like, thermal, whatever right, they had. Right. But they just said, like, the light from a lit match, they could see, like, oh, five miles light. away. Okay. So they were looking for you. Yeah. Because, so, like, they had, oh, they had solar... They had, like, um, satellite internet or phones or whatever back at camp. So, like, my dad and the guide went back... When we weren't there, they're like, oh, shit. So they went back and, like, they called the Coast Guard, and they come, and they land. And, like, I can only imagine your dad, like, freaking the fuck out, like, oh, oh, shit. Yeah, like, when I got back there, he said, he's like, we fuck, as soon as we found out you guys were okay, like, we drank a bottle of whiskey and <laughs> so hung over the next day. <laughs> to be honest with you, though, your old man was probably freaking out more than you two were. He probably oh, thought because you had yeah. meat on you. Yeah, I would mauled. be, yeah. Yeah, I he, guarantee you. Because you probably having, imagine the worst, right? He was oh, having yeah. a stroke. Oh, fuck. Well, his 18 year old son's with a granola hiker out there, and he's like, he's gonna do with no a bunch no of me just walking around. Yeah, that's scary. But, like, so they, they land, and, like, the guy, you know, I don't know, not the pilot or the, yeah, the, I, is it the pilot on a helicopter? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. The guy that but, drives um, a helicopter? Yeah, but, like, it wasn't it's him. It was one of the, like, the crew or whatever comes over. And he's like, you got, pilot? Any, you got, like, any animals or whatnot? And I was like, yeah, I got, you know, a deer in my pack. He's like, oh, well, you're going to have to leave that here. You know, you can't. We're not allowed to let you take that on the, the chopper. So I tell him, Why? Like, I don't know. I guess it's. I'm not sure what so the rules are. I'll just stay are. here with it. That's what I told him. I was like, well, tell my dad and the guide where I'm at because I'm staying here. I came here to shoot a deer. I'm not leaving it here. I'm like, that's what I came here for. And he's like, looked at me, like paused for a second. He's like, let me talk to the pilot. And he comes back. He's like, okay, it's all right. He's like, you can bring it on. So like my dad said, they talked to the Coast Guard and they were like, your son's fucking crazy. Like I've never, <laughs> I've never gone to save anybody. And they've told me, well, fuck you. Tell, leave me here and come back. That's a lot so, of money. Yeah. I'll do the same. Like, I'll just wait here. <laughs> oh yeah. man, it was it was it was crazy. That's fucking hardcore, right there. That is scary. Th- man. That is scary, though. The it's, good the good thing was is in the bottom of my pack, I ended up finding like tenderloins in the heart 
in the liver. So for Thanksgiving, we cooked all that up, and we still had some meat. That's well, we, awesome. we could tell you weren't that worried about it because you actually fell asleep that night. That yeah, I was at the time. Knowing what I know now, I probably would be more. Well, when you're about 18, it. you still feel like you're invincible, man. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But that's true. So did you? That's the type of attitude that either gets you killed or keeps you alive out there. You know. So did you miss the crick or? Yeah, what was the deal? Yeah, what ever happened? How, how far track? How the guy, far off track? The way did the you guy explained get? it, it seemed really easy. I, I thought it was really easy too until we got lost. I'm not. We never really got the. Found huh. out the real details of what happened. He's gonna look at the guy and been like, "Yo, what the what fuck? The fuck? <laughs> what the Way fuck, off. bro? I hit that creek and I was in the that middle of nowhere." That dude probably lives with guilt to this day because he's like, "Oh shit, there was a I creek just, that I was the other direction." <laughs> did, well, did you ever ask him like, "Does that happen often?" I didn't. I didn't ask him. I bet he, you that dude never gave anybody vague directions again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, my dad's buddy stayed in the motel um, in Kodiak. Like I flew back out to camp. He stayed in the motel because he's like, "If I go back there, I'm gonna fucking kill him. I'm not going back." No kidding. Yeah, he was. Like, oh, really? Wow, down. that's a good story, man. What? That's crazy. Dan, have you ever done any like? I know you've never done like Alaska crazy shit like that, or not that I'm aware of. Yeah, anyway. I slept in my backyard. What have you ever done? Any like western hunts or anything <laughs> other than whitetail hunting or anything like that? Yeah, this one time in PA. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not like that. No, definitely not. So, like bear hunting in PA or anything like that, or? Well, I mean, we bear hunt, but I mean, the whole time you're bear hunting, you pretty much have a rifle or a sidearm, so you're not yeah. too concerned about it. Right. We, we right. have gotten to do, one time with my girlfriend. We got into a little situation. Uh, we were actually checking cameras. This was early. I'm going to say September. It was before season. And uh, we were, like I said, checking the trail cameras. And somehow we got, I believe what we did was we got in between two males that were fighting over the food source. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. And I didn't have a gun at the time. So I had a bear spray, which that shit, no, no, get rid of that. That's garbage. Not good, huh? No, because if it's windy, what do you do? It blows back in your yeah, face. Exactly. Ah! <laughs> you might as well just turn around and spray it right in your face. Yeah. So <laughs> the the bears, we we got our like selves out of the the bear situation there, and um, we were just kind of joking around like, oh, let me. I've never used one of these things. Let me spray it and see what happens. And it was yeah. windy, and it came right back at us. And I was like, oh, good thing we didn't fucking do this. We just got ourselves. <laughs> they just can't see how the bears. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever been to any other states to like hunt any other species or anything like that yet? Because like besides bear at home. Uh yeah. Well, mostly just whitetail and pa. So I hunt pa in New York and New Jersey. Primarily for whitetail and yeah. bear. Jersey's fucking weird with the whole bear thing. But really, other than that, like I said earlier in the episode, uh, Kentucky for whitetail. Yeah, and yeah I went yeah. out to Colorado for elk. Yeah. So that's that's on deck to go back for elk again. That's a tough hunt. It is. A it real is. Tough hunt. It, uh, yeah, it sucks. Because that's I, when you went to Colorado, that's like when we first met you because you're like, hey, I heard you guys like Yingling. And then that's when you dropped it off at my yeah. house that one year. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember that now. Place. He's going down right down 80. And he's like, you're not too far off 80, are you? I'm like, no, 10 minutes. Like, all right, I'm going to drop some Yingling off. I'm like, I remember that I'm now. Like, yeah, some guy from PA just dropping beer. <laughs> off, I do remember you talking about that. Well, let's chat with the podcast. I want to see like what unit you went to and stuff like that. We'll compare notes and stuff. Yeah, I have a really good muley unit too that you might want to know. Really? Yeah. Okay, I'm, I do too. Okay. So we'll compare notes because it's. Uh, I want to go back. It's just uh, I, I'm going to go back the next year or two. I think for elk, um, I have a hookup too. So we could probably make some shit happen. See? Yeah, this we is, could definitely cool make things happen. Okay. Um, we'll figure it out because Clint's been hounding me. I've been building Utah Utah points and Colorado points for Mealy and Elk, and he's been hounding me to go. With are them. the are the Wyoming points done? Can you buy the bonus point now? They're over now, I believe. Fuck, I missed that. I one. think it in, don't hold, quote me. The early October, I think they were done. Is that what it is? I think. I get on a check because I don't know my shit. Like I don't. I think. I think Wyoming was October thirty first. Oh, it is. My dad's been Maybe putting in for Wyoming. Um, 
Bighorn, and I was supposed oh. to remind him when yeah, you got the four days. Okay, yeah, I get on and we look. look at that now. We can look. Because yeah. um, as soon as they open, I hurry up and just get it done. That way I don't have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean. Some of the western states are expensive, dude. Expensive yeah. and confusing. So do, confusing. do you apply to any of the ones that you have to actually buy a, a license just to get points? Yeah. Like some like of those Utah's states, like that. Is it? I, I think I have one or two for Utah. I can't remember because I was building, trying to build Arizona. Yeah. Arizona was one you have to buy a license, and it's like yeah. you're yeah. in it for like 200 bucks just to get a well, point. Well, the way you can work Utah is yeah. you buy your license, and before your license expires the following year and the points open back up, then you buy your points again, so you only have to buy a license every other year. Yeah, Arizona yeah. is the same way. Mm-hmm. I want to put in New Mexico, I think, and I don't know if it's changed, but last I knew was 50-50 odds for like elk. It's like either draw or you don't for residents and non-residents. Yeah, I think Damien, we were talking with him the other day, and it's like, I don't think it's, it's just like a straight like lottery. So or, yeah. yeah. So it's a, there's no points. So everybody has equal yep. shot. Either draw you, or you don't. I think he said if you go with the outfitter, you get like a little increase in yep. percentage. Yeah, so I think they've already... I don't know how this all works. So I think because they've already bought the tags, like they have. It's an allotment. It's an allotment how it works. Yeah. It is. It is. Yeah. So I think yeah. because they're making their living off of it, so they give them, if you're with an outfitter, you have a better shot. Yep. But it's, I've heard that too with New Mexico. I want to go. I just, I want to kill an elk. I don't care if it's public land with an outfitter or whatever opportunity I get. I want to kill one, man. Hell yeah. With, dude, the, for with sure. a bow? Yeah. Just a, one big one, dude. And I, and of course I want to go back and do it again, whatever, but like. One good bowl with a with a bow would just Absolutely. be so notching the belt would be nice. Yeah, just be like, I I feel like I'd just be like, I'm good with that. Hell yeah, because you know? that shit's tough, dude. Oh yeah, but like in where I was in Colorado, it's we were hunting like twelve thousand feet pretty that's much the whole yeah. time. That's and brutal. Yeah, like my buddy, I have a buddy who lives out there. That's the hookup. Mm-hmm. Um, he lives at like sixty six hundred feet. Yeah, and I like driving out there help because. You know, if you fly from the East Coast where you're at sea level, pretty it's much, it's a shock. It's a shock, yeah. So driving it helped me a little bit, but still, that six thousand, I wasn't too bad till I got to about nine thousand. Then I started to realize, like, my body was kind of like shutting down. Yeah, yeah. We we drove out there and stayed there for a day and a half, really, where we hit it hard hunting, like slept out in it and all that. And we were camping at nine, and we were. We got up to about 12. I know we did some hikes where we were like at high 11s. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, yeah, it kicked our asses. It's terrible. Did you get the oxygen, the little oxygen yep, tank? Yep, we bought them. Dude, lifesavers. It really is. <laughs> and I felt like a bitch using that stuff. We get to the top. We were with the Buckstrom boys. We're like, let me get a pull off that. I'm like, all right. And they're like, <laughs> it Dude. makes you feel good. And like, they were breathing heavy. <laughs> let me get a pull off that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's a bottle of whiskey or something. Yeah. You, know? you, you yeah. saw uh, the pictures. Uh, two years ago from the Marco Polo sheet my dad went for. Remember that big, big ram? Yeah. I, I do. So. I remember that. Tajikistan, yeah. they, he shot that at 15,000 feet. Holy shit. So they, they went up like to a certain level, spent the entire day, then they go up to camp and then you, you stay for like a day to acclimate and then you like go up and hunt. And like I told him. 15,000? Yeah. Like, I wonder what is the average, like, if you say, like, you go up 9,000 feet, how long do you have to stay there to get acclimated to it? I don't I wonder, know. I wonder what, like, the... Well, I, like, 14er is, like, a term in Colorado. They have, like, the most 14,000 peaks or whatever mm-hmm. in the country or something like that. Like, that's... Like, say you, like, you hiked a 14er, that's, like, a big deal. Yeah, I don't know shit about huge. shit. No, but I'm saying, like, if you, like, you get, either, get, get acclimated high. at that 
at that feet a above sea level. Yeah, but you're never going to get days. used to it, you right. know? And it's right. the opposite, too. So, like, when you come back, when I came back from Colorado, when I was home in PA, I felt like I could just go forever. I bet. Because oh, yeah, I had right. so much oxygen. Mm-hmm. It was great. But right. it, it only lasted a couple of days, and then I was back to, you know, yeah, you puffing get, and puffing. Just and, adjust. Yeah. Just yeah. fat and out of shape. That's exactly. 15,000 yeah. I'm a piece of shit. So I, I, wa- I was watching the Eastman's elevated, like... Brian Barney? I, I think I might have heard it on his podcast, but I was watching the TV show where the, like, the, the I think it was, like, Guy Eastman, mm-hmm. they went out wow. there to shoot the... Um, to shoot the uh, Marco Polo, yeah, and one of the guys that was with them got um, forget what it's called, elevation it's like, sickness. No, it's like worse. It's like where you go too, fa- you go up too fast, and like your lungs like start collapse. like they, yeah, like they, they start like I think you start getting like blood in your lungs. So you, if you don't immediately like ascend or descend, like you'll die. So they said like Jesus. on there, I was watching. It might have been on the podcast they're talking about it. They said like what. <laughs> This is going to sound funny. I told my dad he thought I was fucking crazy, too. They said taking Cialis helps prevent that. <laughs> so you just got a, just a heart on the whole time while you're climbing. Raging so, so all your blood's going down there instead of your lungs. Because it's actually <laughs> it's pumping more blood is what it's doing. I, it, it, somehow it, like, opens up, like, your blood vessels, and it does something. <laughs> really? And then, like... You got to keep going? I mean, oh, yeah. You're just peak performance. <laughs> he, he, yeah. <laughs> He looked into it, and he, you know, he. I think he took some out there. You have to wear sicka pants while you do it. <laughs> he did have sicka on. He did. <laughs> well, I knew that. See, but, I, don't be, I don't know. Would be more uncomfortable. I wonder, just up like a, a mountain with a boner, or fucking. I wonder if that's just lung. A, a blood flow thing. I'm gonna take the boner. It, it was. I don't know the science behind it, but I. Th- those guys apparently know what they're doing, and I told my dad, and he. Re- or they're just creeps. It. it could be that too. Probably that. But that was one of the things. Was it your dad's buddy at the Coexist bumper sticker? No, that wasn't him. Oh. Well, someone's like, hey, you're <laughs> you, That's you crazy. either descend or are you about to take a Cialis? You're like, just give me Cialis. <laughs> give me all of them. <laughs> give me four That's of them. crazy. I mean, I don't know. There's probably something behind that. Yeah, I mean. He, well, it has to be, right? They're not just like giving dudes Cialis. <laughs> <laughs> he take was, this. He was just happy it only took him one day to get a sheet because he said I would. he would have died if he had to go up there again. 15, yeah, that's, uh, that's nuts. That is crazy. So who's the first guy that went, I have a pill for this? <laughs> right. Like, <clears throat> There's got to be there's got to be a guy for that. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know how do you mean? figure that out? It, it, it was probably like they figured out a way to do it, and they figured probably the easiest way to get it was like because Cialis has it or something. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? But that's don't funny. Know. It's interesting. Just a bunch of dudes. you have a boner for chasing, more than four hours, I'll call. Just a bunch of dudes chasing <laughs> elks. Call the doctor. Call yeah. the doctor, you know. This podcast went from public land hunting. To Boots. Boots. To my doe and co- we talked about coyotes. To you getting lost in Alaska. To boners. To boners. Great podcast. That's a is damn that, good podcast. Good mix. Have you ever had boner discussion on the podcast before? Mm, I don't think not so. that aggressively. Um, we, we said six to midnight a couple times, you know. But Steve like probably would have liked to talk rager. about it a little bit and here and there, but we wouldn't let him, you know. But no. now he's got his own gig; he can talk about them all he wants. <laughs> <clears throat> he's on Grinder or whatever. Uh, this is him. I'm not here to judge. Um, but no, man. I hope I hope you guys close the deal on an Illinois buck, a good Illinois buck. Yeah, me bucks. too. And I called it. You said I said you were going to see deer the first night. You did. You did, and we did. Like an hour yeah. later, he's when got you, that. Yeah, when he got that buck out early, I'm like, oh shit, like, like they're already on him. I was yeah. surprised, like when they first came out. Well, when I first, well, here's a little PSA for the Eastern people. Your guys' deer are way bigger than our deer, like body size in general. Yeah. Yeah. So when this deer was coming through the woods, I couldn't see the rack. I just saw a body, and I literally just picked my bow. I was like, oh, this is going to be the shortest fucking trip ever. Yeah. Yeah. 
And he he came out, and I was like, oh, something doesn't like match here. Like, what the fuck? Like, what's going on? And yeah, he just <laughs> the deer are just much much bigger. So when you saw my doe hanging, did you did you feel like that's a really big deer? No, 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 not, not really. They're pretty average, but it just seems like the bucks are like filled out. I would say, out, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Would you have done if you shot a buck right away? First night, film Sean get drunk. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Would like my buck that was hanging or in the ranger? Did you feel like his body was big or think about normal? Yeah, no, he was pretty big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, big. he was he was big about the same. I thought the same with the doe. I thought that was like compared to Yeah, but the buck he was he was tank. He was good. Yeah, because yeah. it was like a big buck out toward you guys, like a one thirty five or so. As far as like inches wise, yeah, yeah. I mean. So I've been hunting for a long time and know a lot of guys have been doing the same thing. And, and I know of one guy who shot a above a 150 with a bow and he shot a 161. And that's, you know, you know, big. a lot of years of, of hunting combined. Yeah. That'd be like killing that's a 190 big. here. Yeah. 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 And, yeah, probably, exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I would say our 130s are probably like your 150s. 150s. Yeah. yeah. You know, we have big deer, but it's just there's so much more room for them to hide. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. let's just say PA and, New- and Illinois have the same amount of, you know, Pope and Young's. It just, you know, PA is just three times the size and we don't have the ag that you guys have. Yeah. So if you look at a map and, you know, 70% of it's ag, back home 70% is hardwoods. Yeah. So you got to kind of, there's they, that, that effectively takes out all of your glassing, mm-hmm. all that you can't, you got to, it's boots on the ground. So yeah. you yeah. have to get in there with trail cameras or. We have more, I, I always say this, deer are fringe animals and we, yeah. we have more fringes. And yeah. that's, that's what we hunt. We hunt fringes too, but it's more. Um, mature hardwoods to pockets of pine, cedars, right, right. You know, honeysuckle stuff like that. We yeah. have. Ro- do you have rhododendron out here? I didn't see any. What rhododendron? What? I don't know shit about. I don't know names of plants or is, anything. It, is so, that a drug? Like, I should. I've like, never. Can we smoke that or what is it? <laughs> you could. You could roll it up for sure. It's isn't a long like, leaf like that. Isn't rhododendron like what people plant in their yards? Yes. How yeah. do you spell it? R. 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 I like to buy a vowel. Are you going to the mall today? Yeah. <laughs> Rhododendron. His, ca- his word was uh, couch. <laughs> Rhododendron. Yeah, couch. Didren. Yeah. Are you going to the mall? Today? Well, you got some. You got some good deer though. There you go. PA this oh year. yeah, we got some good deer, and that's like another thing with the the whole private whole, public. This this bush thing. Yes. Can you, you have that out? Can you, can you pull it up here or not? I don't think so. Rhododendron. R h o d o d e n d r o n. So like that for it, a rainy is it day. purple? Yes, that's the flower. Yeah, welcome to Pennsylvania. No, we don't so you, have you that. Have that in hey, the woods? I don't, I've never yeah. seen that. Really? I've never seen and that. And that shit gets so fucking thick, dude. So that's where the bears like to hang out. When we're doing bear drives, you'll. So we have mountains, and you do grow, bear drives. Yeah, bear drives. Deer, like so, uh-huh. like, like deer drives. Yeah, where you just push them through the woods. Yeah, it's you, just like, you have we have one guy with a bunch of meat on him. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't. We, we drag donuts instead of dragging like things. You drag donuts. Just run through there. If yeah, we it, if we have these, just pick the village idiot. It's not to the point where I've been like twelve oh, yeah. donuts behind a four wheeler. I know we don't have them, but I've never. If you have them, it's probably somebody's landscaping. That's probably what it is because yeah. that's how it is. Like I've never heard of that in, out in the woods, even like where I hunt. We ain't got that. And we have uh, another. It's mountain laurel, which is similar to that, it. but it's a smaller leaf. We got that. That's that, right. That it's gets, actually the state like bush. I think. Oh, that really? shit yeah. gets really thick. State, it does. The state bush. Yeah. So it gets you get several. I don't even know huh? stems off the bottom of it. Yeah, and it gets it gets super super thick. And what like I guess we're kind of jumping around, but for like bear hunting on the side of a mountain, you get rhododendron and mountain laurel. 
you literally have to walk on the stalks or like on the the bases of these things to get through the you know the side of the mountain oh really yeah it's crazy and when you're doing drives like the bears and even the deer do this too they'll get out in front and this obviously is for rifle primarily but that's you know rifle is huge by you know where i'm from Mm -hmm. so these the deer and the bear they'll get out in front of you and they'll stop and turn around and listen because everyone's like, yo, you know, hey, bear, hey, buck, you know, doing the whole drive bullshit. Yeah. And they'll they're, listen to you. Yeah. They'll they listen to you. And then go behind you. Yes. They see. They're like, okay, there's a there's a gap there and there's a gap there. And they'll just sit, either sit and let you pass by them oh, or yeah. go back through. No shit. Okay. Yeah. We used to have deer do that when we did deer drives growing I'm, up. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure it's the same all over the country. I would be different, I'm sure, deer, because you guys can do party hunting. Yeah, yep. or used yep. to. I don't know if you still can. Yeah, we you still, still can. can. Like there'd be, there's me. multiple times where you'd be walking. You know, I'd be pushing. There'd be. That's the one everything. thing I will fucks up on, in my opinion. Versus That's one thing I don't like. Oh yeah, you shouldn't. Party hunting should not be a thing. But. No, I mean I grew up doing it. I didn't know any better. True, That's just what we I, did. I did too. I but did too. uh, no, there'd be multiple times where I'd be pushing, and all of a sudden. You know, the sitters would be like, oh, deer, deer. And you look behind you, and there's deer running away from you. You'd walk right. They'd be bedded down. You'd walk right by them. As soon as you walk by them, they'd jump up and head back the other hmm. way. Well, that's why most big bucks survive. They, uh, they just know their way around. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's interesting, like, comparing, like, how, you, like, this is the different plants that you guys have versus what we have yeah. here. And, yeah. I mean, yeah. I've spent the whole, the last couple of days, I'm just trying to figure out, like, what the hell you guys have, what the deer are feeding on. Cause yeah, I, yeah. You know, that's obviously, that's what that's what we're looking for is their feed. Sure. For sure. Food. And, like, all your guys' you know, um, major crops seem like they're all gone. They're About all, now, they've yeah. All been picked. Yeah, like, yeah. back home, they're not. They're, yeah. We still have all the corn standing, all the beans are still standing. Like, that's pretty much the same. But as far as mm-hmm. once you get into, like, the like the green brows and stuff like that, it's yeah. all different plants. For sure. It's interesting as hell. Well, I hope you guys have some good luck, man. I, th- I think you guys are doing it right. You'll figure. You guys, you guys, will, get, you guys will kill something. We for got sure. some time. Yeah. 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 We yeah. got a lot of time. So, And we'll hopefully time allows we can do a follow-up podcast for you guys yeah, to leave. That would be awesome. Um, or if not, just another BS one at the very minimum. Um, do, we, do we miss anything? I don't think so. We yeah. kind of one thing. I, one thing we noticed: do the deer out here shit? Because <laughs> I find tracks all over the place, and I've found like three piles of deer shit. Oh, Back really? home, there's deer shit everywhere. Like we huh. were talking today. Like, yeah. I don't know. Where, like, what what do they do? do I they think do? they poop. I've never seen any. But I've seen a lot of deer shit. I, I I've never seen deer poop before. I don't like in the fire like. lanes. There's there's. <laughs> tracks everywhere but no poop no shit anyway oh, no I, find, I find no. shit everywhere yeah me too i am really surprised the lack of sign there is here that was probably the biggest thing is lack of sign hmm I, and and that includes everything you know scrapes rubs yeah you know shit whatever you know what something i and maybe i'm missing something but i'm getting along fine at the same time um scrapes i hit like this time of year right like i killed my buck this year over a scrape and i'll tell it I was going to tell it story on this one, but I'll wait. We'll, t- we'll do a, um, a whole other deal on that. But I don't really, like, hit, like, rub lines too heavily. Like, I will, but, like, I just think a lot of that is, like, stuff that's already been done and they're on to the next all, thing. Yeah, I, I yeah. agree. I would focus more on scrapes, but. Absolutely. Yeah, because yeah, that's almost like a revisited thing. Yeah, they're yeah. not refreshing a, a rub. Once it's no. once it's a rub, it's a rub, and they're done with it. Once yeah. the bell, it's off. It's I mean, off. you know they're in there. I'm not going to ignore it. Like, I'm taking note. Yeah, that's not top of the list, though. Yeah, but it's not like well, and then, rub line. I have that, to sit here. Like Until you see a bug make a rub, you know, on a tree or something, then. 
you see multiple bucks after that, no one else rubs that fucking tree. Yeah. Right. You just yeah, know. they're just pissed off at the moment. You right. just know that that might be his, his travel pattern in sure. that area, but you don't know that he's going to come back to revisit that, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you're not putting trail cameras on rubs. You're putting them on scrapes. Yeah. I think I look at I look at these knees. I hunt terrain more than I hunt, like... Sign. Sign. Yeah, terrain is king by us. Mm-hmm. Terrain funnels... Yeah. Train's gonna funnel them in a direction most times. Yeah, a, a, fun, right. a funnel is always king. But well, I guess right, a funnel, right? That's like an obvious thing. But you know, rubs, scrapes are good. But I guess be like, okay, what I consider like this is the typical fucking bullshit. Like bed feed, yeah. bed to feed. Like where can you get in between to cut them off, or guess and check and then figure it out from there that's more you got especially public land is, is more guess and check i just feel like nobody admits that it's like terrain like it what's is. the best way for them to get from bed to feed like well, what do you yeah. think everyone everybody wants to everybody wants to act like they already know yeah everyone's right. a hero you know they don't want to like, admit that you have to you don't you gotta just f- wake up that morning knowing what they're right. doing you yeah. have to right. figure it out and exactly. guess and yeah. check is the best way to do it. It's the way I like to do it. And you just never know. Yeah, Every deer's yeah. different. He's not going to stick to what you think that you heard on whatever bullshit podcast or TikTok. show or whatever TikTok. Yeah. And that, I think that's a product of like the bullshit uh, public land hunters nowadays. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you talk to like it's especially trendy. guys back home. Yeah, you talk to guys back home who've hunting public land for a long time. They'll be the first to tell you like it takes a while. you got to figure it everything out. Mm-hmm. Took me four that's years to figure is. out a piece of private. Yeah. The way I figured it out. Yep. I've killed a deer there every year. Yeah, but I feel like I'm a lot more calculated now. And, yeah, that's how it is in PA. Like, so well, that's the, anywhere, you know. But and I hunt both. I hunt private too. I have a really good piece of private in PA, and I spend ninety percent of my time in public land because the deer are bigger there. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, that's what you know. If you're trying to shoot a big deer, you got to go to where big deer are. That's right. Well, that's like I always say. I'm kidding around. Like I have nothing against guys that are hunting up north or down south or out east or wherever you're hunting. If like you're bitching about the deer, yeah, go find where deer are. And I don't care if you have to leave the state. Like. For me, I'm not going to leave deer to find other deer. No, not when so, you have the no. deer you ha- you're shooting. Right. That For makes what? Sense. Right. You're yeah. not going to go somewhere that's going to find. You're I don't find need a better to caliber deer. Leave deer that I've put the work in to find deer and past deer and all that to go to public to yeah. try and prove a point just so I can look cool in a fucking Facebook group. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, uh, 100%. You know, I could just be like everybody else on the D team for whatever pro staff and kill deer on private and say it was on public. Right. And I'm not naming names, but. You know, you know who you are. Yeah, and yeah. When, when those people talk, you can <laughs> Hashtag tell. Hashtag public land buck. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you uh, can tell. is it? <laughs> yeah, you know that they they just they just don't know. But and I'm not assuming I'm knowing when I say that. I'm, but I'm not going to bl- put anybody on blast because I don't want to. You know, I'm not trying to. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the first one. All podcast. No, I, yeah, I, yeah, 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 throw it out there. Hey, 128. I had to drop one. Hey, world class timing. <laughs> It's always funny, like the ones who talk the most always know the least about uh-huh. that specific thing. That you're Just like the about. dudes who are barking the loudest are the last dudes exactly. that want to fight. Exactly. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> What's up, Eric? You bitch. You sit back down and get on that mic. Yeah, Eric's, Eric's always on barking the loudest. Eric did nothing but go to the bathroom <laughs> for the record. <laughs> Eric's always barking the loudest, but we got another show for it. Yeah, that's what we thought. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I will smack that ass right off your face. Hey, you should dye that thing just ginger red. 
No, no just, way. Just no, make, no way. No, just make matches. that the most soulless mustache of all time. You need to take it back in the day when you just did like jet black. Just jet black. Just it? for men. Dude. <laughs> Straight <laughs> caterpillar. Like, oh, I had buddies in college. Color. Like for baseball, like I played baseball in college and we weren't allowed to have facial hair because our coach didn't have facial hair. So what? you have, you have a mustache and then you had your sideburns had to be like even with your ears, like way the fuck up yeah, here. Fuck all that. So we had a couple kids that would grow a mustache, and they would just ferment that shit, looking That's like what straight. That's he's doing in college. <laughs> you Doug, Doug, couldn't, Doug couldn't grow it thick enough, so he dye it black, so it looked a lot. Looks, no, yeah. it was oh, yeah. it was there. The color wasn't there, so I just gave a little steroids. You'd comb it in. Steroids. <laughs> 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 just mustache enhancement, dude. Oh yeah, I remember one time we were going out to the bars or something. He's like, "Hold on a second, I got, I got finished dying my never, mustache." No, I never did. How long have you had your did. mustache? He's been off and on for fucking twelve. I don't years. remember. Did you have it when we first met? No, no, uh, no, I did not. So, have you kept the mustache because it became a personality? No, I just kept it because that's how I can grow. It looks dope, though. It's a great stash. <laughs> it's a good look. Speaking of the stash, can it talk for us for what, you know, predictions Ooh, on the you, have some, you guys have some predictions, though. <laughs> <laughs> you, you do? It doesn't have to be for this trip, just in general. No, just in it's got to be yeah. for this trip. Okay. Well, it's got to be for this damn, trip. Fantastic, I gotta, I gotta fantastic point. Thank you so for So you're here till when do you leave? Sunday. Monday yeah, at the we'll latest. Say Monday. So Monday. Fuck. You're really yeah, you gotta, you gotta vote They're week. putting you on the motherfucking spot here, uh, bro. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, that. <laughs> You wouldn't pull up the, the aircast, make a little. The easy worst report. part is for predictions. Like I gotta give you some kills because I don't want you to sit there like, oh fuck. <laughs> Look at him. He's rubbing. Yeah, it. like you. He's like rubbing it. And that, chewing that's on the bad shit. thing about predictions. Is like Doug always has to give a kill date. Exactly. Like it can't be like, hey, sorry, Eric, it's not not. This you're not gonna not kill your anything. Year. It'd be like yeah. if a, you went to a palm reader. It's like. You going to die next week, man? You'd be like, "Wow, oh, what the fuck? Fuck this palm reader!" And then it's like, going, it's like going to uh, what do you call them? The people who talk to dead people. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, they still love you. <laughs> yeah. No shit. Yeah. Are you are you here? Yeah. <laughs> All yeah. right. Um, you saying your readings are bullshit? You leave them money? No, no. <laughs> They got they got he's, some truth to it. He's, he's been making money off this <laughs> shit. Yeah, with making up your mind. You've been paying me. I saw Side your, hustle. I saw your Craigslist ad, you whore. <laughs> yeah, who uses fucking Craigslist Mostly quit my done. job here soon. <laughs> All right, let's, let's see. see. Um, Spit it out. I'll give Sean. I'm feeling... For some reason, I'm feeling Sunday. Okay. Oh, I'll, I'll go right to the wire. I'm good with last that. Right day. to the wire. Right to the wire. Sunday, huh? I feel like Dan has got a little, little Thursday or Friday in him. Okay. okay. I just say Dan mm-hmm. Thursday. You were? Yep. Oh. Thursday. What's the you little, you, get, you got a little something in you? I'm feeling frog. Because you don't. So shut up. Let me try some on for size. Touch yo, yo, your mustache. Stroke it a little bit. I just trimmed it today. Well, my barber did. What if, what if I give a prediction and I'm more accurate than yours? Then what happens? What happens Doug, to the Doug's got to leave. Ooh. He's out. He's out. Do I not do this to mix up? You bring back Steve. Then I quit the podcast. <laughs> you got to bring back Steve. <laughs> How about this? If I'm correct, we all quit the podcast and give it to Steve. Okay. Okay. The whole right. whole thing goes to well, Steve. Well, easy. Him and his turtle can co-host it. Is that thing still alive? No, I would never do that. People have no. been asking. I think it's MIA. It's at his parents' house or something, living rent-free. That's I think it's, a, uh, I don't know if it's even alive anymore. Bullshit. 
It's because I ate him. Um, <laughs> everything I said you about him. Do you ever have turtle soup? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I never oh, had yeah. it. That's big out by us, man. Snapping really? turtle Is it? soup. I've oh. never had oh, it. Oh, yeah. It's delicious. What's it taste like? What yeah. about African long neck soup? Because that's, I think, what his turtle was. It's probably in the meat eater, meat eater cookbook, I would assume. Probably is. Yeah, Everything's in there. In there. Yeah. Probably right. But you can listen to a podcast and find out a recipe. Um, <laughs> it's Tuesday, the day of the recording. Yep. Sean's going to kill one Thursday morning. Ooh, I like that. At oh, you're going. You're eight, not even going day. You're, you're going times? time of the day. At wow. 845. Jesus. Ooh. What's up, Doug? Write that down. <laughs> we got a median over here? Can you get $1, Bob? I don't like what's going on. Ooh. Oh, he's writing it down. He's, writing, com- he's writing it down. You That's, got competition, man. Well, you got to write down Listen, You got to write down what Doug said, too. You're talking to the OG of the Casey's call-out. So that's like, yeah. is that a breakfast pizza, Casey's call-out? Dude. Oh, yeah, we're going to be that, eating. That's a breakfast we're gonna be pizza eating. call-out. Yeah. That's a breakfast hey, you get, have you guys had the cheesy hash brown bite? Yes. Yes, yesterday. Yeah. Oh, my God. Look, Phenomenal. I downloaded the app for the points before, before <laughs> yeah. we oh, came you out gotta here. you got to do that. Shit got me five cents off on a gallon of gas. <laughs> you, yeah. you're damn right. <laughs> my guy. <laughs> All right. Sean, Thursday, 8.45 a.m. Fuck. <laughs> Did you Dude. write down what Doug Doug's predictions are? No, I didn't. I gave su- Sean Sunday, Sunday. Sunday morning. What did you, you say for Sean? I'm, I'm did hidden first. Sunday morning. Just write Doug Sunday morning, October. What would that be? Okay, first. first. Right? Well, I like the November morning first. I like the morning because then that gives us yeah. yeah you get him out. You know, to, you know, maybe get a recap in. Dan will be done by then. He'll be filming. I'll be filming. Yeah. Helping drag. I'm okay with that. I'm feeling a different, a little different prediction, but similar. In my head, I'm trying to I'm trying to channel like your Sunday, mustache's energy from over like here. I see, you staring, yeah, I see you staring at it. I can't see it behind that mic. It's thick right now. I gotta get look into it a little bit. That's what two C is, bro. Okay. You got to remember too. Our standards are a little bit lower than what you guys are. That's fine. Hey, as long as you kill, yeah. it doesn't matter what time. Yeah, of day. if you kill, you kill. So this might not be what you want to hear, but unlike Doug, I'm real. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, you're not. I'm just kidding. I. I uh, I feel Sunday as well. <laughs> Just look up at They're it. awkwardly I'm looking like, at each other in the eyes. I'm trying to battle these predictions. I'm trying to see. I'm trying to feel what you've been feeling. You know, all these You're years. Trying to look into his soul. It's like a gut feeling. You know, I'm feeling Sunday. You got to just like picture him. I'm writing it down, and then <laughs> if I'm you say, say Sunday morning again behind him. Sunday at five p.m. Ooh, ooh, I like that actually. Look. We'll go home happier than shit, both of us. That's fine. Doug, just, only problem is, is on kill on Sunday. That means we're taking, you know, quarter hind quarters, front quarters. We're taking unprocessed okay meat okay home. That. That's the only bad thing. I'm definitely okay so with that. So we got Doug says for Sean Sunday morning. Sunday morning. Oh, I was mixed up. I switched them. Yeah, I said for Sean Thursday eight forty five a.m. Oh, that's yeah. Okay. You said Thursday. I yeah. said for Sean. I yeah. said Thursday eight forty five a.m. Okay. Doug said for Dan, when did you say? I thought you said Friday, Friday morning. Friday morning. Friday. Sorry. Scratch that. Friday. I said Sunday, 5 p.m. What's today? Tuesday? Yes. All right. I'm good with that. I calculated in knowledgeable. So yours is mystical. Mine's knowledge-based. No, mine's... uh. Mine's got stuff behind it. I can't explain it. There's <laughs> what? stuff behind it. What stuff? 
Uh, it's been working hair for, follicles. It, it's been working for a while, so I'm just gonna keep going with it. Hey, all right. Yeah. I give them both Thursday. Hey, hard to argue. Both Thursday. Damn, that'd okay. be cool. Thursday. That'd be sweet. All right, I'll write that down. Jesus, that's Eric. a lot of dragon. It's okay. Eric Don't just be says happy drags. Oh, sure. It's a Thursday. long good day though. Yeah, both oh, yeah. Thursday between six a.m. and seven. Think about this. One. No fucking shit, Eric. <laughs> you drag him out Thursday. <laughs> I get, I'll give him that. Take a good old sleep like, Friday. Get it all done and head out. That'll be nice. Well, you guys get hammered drunk Thursday. Listen, night. I'm not saying the luck of the podcast is a real thing. I, I think it works for some people. I um, think it works, but it is a real thing. We're both yeah. on yeah. a podcast. I do feel better now. Do you? Yeah, yeah, dude. Between the luck of the podcast, eating Casey's pizza, and drinking Bush Light, I mean, isn't that how you kill big bucks in the Midwest? Well, it's true. I, and, much, I think we gave you every day in between here until you leave. And so. this, the energy the, coming off that light yeah, right now. Yeah, I think we're going to turn episode four hundred while we're sleeping to like just absorb it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you guys, that's a good call. You guys are going to sleep underneath this red logo light here in the studio. Yeah. And I think that's going to be good for you guys. It's yeah. gonna attract big bucks. I'm yeah. feeling good. I agree, and we're on good sign too. So mm-hmm. we're we're just chipping away. You guys got to figure it out. Yeah. I like it. You guys want to close out with anything? No, I just want to say no. you know thanks for making us part of the team, bringing us on, and you know consider you guys friends now. Which you know yeah. I started off as just listening to you guys and first podcast. I didn't, like I was telling Kurt the other night. I didn't thought podcasts were stupid, <laughs> and then I. <laughs> Looked up hunting podcasts. I was like, Jesus Christ, these guys just drink beer and talk hunting. It's fucking awesome. It's your boy. That's what we do. It's your boys. You know, a couple years, you know, three and a half, four years ago, whatever it was, and now I'm sitting here hanging out with you guys, crashing to the house, coming to hunt, and, you know, call you guys friends now, and just, you know, thank you guys for what you do for the team and for us, and, you know, we appreciate it. I appreciate you, We really appreciate you guys over the support over all the years, too. Yeah. That's what it's about. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dan, you gotta you gotta one up them. <laughs> I mean, same as Sean, really. Just mm. you know, appreciate what you guys have done, and I have like an hour and fifteen minute ride to work, so this helps a lot for that. It's a haul, yeah. yeah. Especially working three to eleven, you know, coming home at night. <laughs> there's nothing, Oof-ta. yeah. Right, right. Well, we appreciate it, guys, a ton. Seriously, yeah. And I'm glad you guys came out, and it's cool, man. Like, I think a lot of people are going to listen from out east and. Might make them want to jump out and and do, do something it. Like what you guys just are do doing. Just do it. Just fucking do it. Yeah, that's it, man. Even if you're staying in like bunk ass hotels or camping or nobody or whatever, yeah, you're not you there know. anyway. You're hunting. You're coming here to hunt, not right. sleep. You're hunting like, all day. Yeah. Yeah. You're going there to sleep. That's all yeah. you need. Cheers, boys. Cool. Cheers. Cheers. Good luck to you, fellas. Just know my prediction is going to be right. I'm, I'm cheersing. <laughs> clank, 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 clank. All right, you know what to do. Go shoot your bow. We love you. I'm Will Cooper, host of Huntstand's Make Your Mark podcast. For even more content, be sure to watch the original films from HuntStand Presents on the Waypoint TV channel every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern. Visit waypointtv.com to learn more.